Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Robin Slim Show with Rob. Don't tell my wife you saw me on Dateline. Slim. I fucking love being raped! Internet Radio's finest. Whatisworld.com? Yo, man. I'm Joe Coney. I adopt kids and teach them to fight the white man. He's my side of the story. I live in Nigeria. I am a Nigero. Everybody's starving here. Cause KFC is closed. Three sentences to be. My address is. I'm chief of the military tribe. My name is Jokoni. I snatched it from your tree. While Jason Russell jacks off publicly, allegedly We are all living in the jungle, dying from the hunger No one in the Congo has any clothes I must be a jacking fighter, cutting off vaginas I can't read or write, but I can go We are all living in the
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. What's going on, fucker? What's up? What are you doing? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Just doing a show. Getting ready to do a show. Half asleep. Why? Took like a 15 minute nap and just like, just shouldn't have done that. No. Because now I just feel super tired. What are you, fucking jerk off? Yeah. Yes. yes Why would I you do a, that? I am a jerk off. Never helps. <laughs> Sometimes it does. They say if you take like 30 minutes, like it refreshes you, like it reboots your system. Did it reboot you? No, it didn't reboot me at all. It like uh, started me from like over from the beginning from drugs. the beginning of time that's you probably what drugs. it is maybe a little bit of cocaine or like what would you recommend meth yeah meth either. meth is good either cocaine Go look and meth, in, maybe. Uh, what, what does sleepy lucas have what i don't does know he do? does he do drugs <laughs> i don't think so just go fucking go go through his shit he's he got might. a shelf in there <laughs> a shelf <laughs> you need a flashlight no i don't think i need a flashlight what does he have does he own anything like He's got a computer. Oh, uh, yeah. He does have that. <laughs> a clanky keyboard. <laughs> oh, that's right. And he fucking slurps a lot in there. He does. Where the fuck is he tonight? He is, uh, I believe he's on a bus, probably. Did you send him a shit? For... No, I didn't yet, but I oh, will send him. Oh, because you're taking your fucking naps. That's what it was. I, I took my naps. I didn't, uh, instead of sending him anything, I was taking a nap. And I can't, like, send things while I'm napping. Did you see I met that kid from Stranger Things? I uh, did. Gaten. Gaten Matarazzo? Yeah. Is that his name? Fuck yeah. Did you? Did no, you no, I didn't. Hang out with any celebrities this week? No, I didn't hang out with any celebrities this oh, well, week. I, I am. I'm living the life. I'm living All large. All right. The rock living star large. life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hanging, hanging out in the fucking supermarket. How old is he? Fucking adorable. Yeah? I said, uh, I was like, I tweeted you a couple times, and I had I gave him a show card. I'm like, I, I do a radio show. I was like, we get about 25,000 listens every show, and... uh I was like, uh, I tweeted to you. I figured you probably didn't see it, but uh, if I can get you on for like a 25-minute interview sometime, that'd be awesome. I was like, <clears throat> we're jerks, but uh, we wouldn't be a jerk to you. And he goes, I like jerks. And I like being a jerk. <laughs> That's cool. He was cool as fuck. So tweeted that. Tweeted all that shit. That's awesome. And I had, uh, I think Slambo sent his uh, hobo buddy to my street. Oh, really? Did he spit on you? No, no. Oh, That's okay. why I, I don't know if he's like, He's gotten a little better. I, I don't know, but uh, that or you're just a more respectable uh, civilian yeah. than Slambo. I don't know. This guy comes up to me when I was like, "Yo, you got a cigarette, man?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Here, here you go." And then like the next day, I guess he went up to my dad. He's like, "Yo, are you that guy I got a cigarette from? <laughs> are you my boy?" And my dad's like, "No." And like, I don't know. My dad will just stab somebody. My dad is crazy. I think he's almost like run people over that have gotten in front of him. Like, my dad will fuck you up. Like, um, and uh. So then later that night, like, my dad told me, and then I was in my driveway, like, having a cigarette later, and he's, like, gets all up in my face. That's what he does. He just gets right up in your face. Mm. Yo, you smoke weed, man? And I'm, like, <laughs> no. no. Can, can you give me a ride to get a wrap? And I was, like, no. I don't even have a car, and why, why, why would I, I? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you just so I can give you a ride to get a fucking blunt. <laughs> to get a fucking That's get a white That's the only owl. reason the you're f- outside is you're waiting fuck? for this yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, thank God you came along. I've been waiting to give some fucking homeless-looking dude a fucking... with dirty fingernails a ride to, to Wawa to get a fucking white <laughs> owl. Jesus H. Christ. I was like, no. No, and then he goes, what you looking at on your phone? And I was like, uh, a picture of the kid from Stranger Things. He goes, oh, word. <laughs> like, yeah, word him up, homie. Like, I don't know. What was that? How was that a response to... to I'm looking at a picture. Like, 
What kind of response is that? And what response am I supposed to have? Like, is that like, oh, word, your kid toucher? Like, what did the guy think of? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm looking at a picture of, of the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, word. Oh. And then he gave me a fist bump. Yeah, I got a fist yeah. bump for that. I guess that was the fucking cool thing. Because you check out the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? And then he comes up to me last night. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, you got a cigarette? I was like, yeah, yeah, here you go. Here you go, dude. What, 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 what do you want? And he's like, oh, man, I'll give you 75 cents. I'm like, Ron F. King Swanson said. The fuck? What the fuck are you doing, dude? I don't Ron F. King Swanson. King Swanson. <laughs> yeah, you, you got a cigarette. So I, was like, I was like, yeah, yes, this is this is what I want. Here, take take a cigarette, dude. I'll give you 75 cents. I was like, no, what's what's that going to do for me? How about you save you 75 cents towards a pack, dude? What do you do the rest of the day? You don't smoke? You just wait till you see me? And he goes, you got a lighter. I was like, yes, do, do you want me to smoke it for you too? And then again, he goes, what are you looking at in your phone? I was trying to get a writer was in another... Uh, and another podcast and an interview, okay. uh, emotions and shit. And I was trying to like get it to play on my phone and it wouldn't. I was like, I'm trying to get a podcast to play. Is that okay with you? Like, is that okay with you, dude? And, and he just walks away. Just <laughs> he didn't away. have a reply to that. That wasn't as cool as like looking at a picture of Gaten. I don't know. I like, don't you know. didn't get a fist bump for that no. one. No. like, oh. I think he was really like annoyed, I think. I think, but yeah, you're fucking annoying, man. You're fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, Ugh, ugh. To get in your face too, like no social etiquette. Just like, lean over. Sure. What are you looking at on your phone? Like none of your. Fucking, <laughs> how about none of your fucking business, motherfucker? Like Jesus, fuck. That's how he starts conversations. That's how I'm gonna start conversations. I'm gonna start walking up to people. What are you looking at on your phone? Huh? And then he goes huh? like, I offered. Like that seventy-five cents was like, oh yeah. Oh. oh. Thank God you offered. You're doing yeah. the right things, bro. Oh my. God. At least he was gonna pay for the cigarette. You know, like. I should have took it and just threw it right in his face I did that in high school once Or no, this kid used to come around asking for fucking change every day And I just threw a fistful of pennies right in his face And then he got all pissed and like got in my face And I just fucking like palmed him I think right in the fucking mouth And just cut him up on the fucking inside of the lip Did he at least pick up all the pennies and take them with him? I don't remember, probably Probably (laughs) though I remember when he first came to our school too He was from another country I think uh, Dominican Republic or something And uh his first day in school, I was like, "Yo, yo, you gotta call all these all these teachers. You gotta call them douchebag. That's they love that." I was like, "That's a good, uh, that's like a, a great greeting in our country. We call everyone douchebag that we that we look up to." And so he called the teacher a douchebag, and then I get called and I'm like, "They're like, he, he said you told the you told him to call us douchebags," and I was like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what this kid's looking at. He's from another country. I don't know how he's learning shit. I didn't tell him that. The fuck." But yeah, I told him that. I told him that. I think my buddy Scott, a couple years later, caught him taking a shit in a uh, in a urinal too. And I don't know. That might have been Scott doing it and blaming it on him. But either way, right. either way, somebody shit in a urinal. That's all I know. Right. But and it was a weird foreign kid because he didn't know any better. Yeah. They don't have etiquette. <laughs> That's what they shitted in his country. Huh? Yeah. Anything. 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 <laughs> Just anything anywhere. What are you doing for Drismus? Christmas. Um, I don't have any Christmas plans. I am going to a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Cool. My mother invited me to a oh, Christmas that's party. Oh, fun so. going out with your mom. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a crazy animal. You know, she gets drunk. It's she, she's going to be here tonight crashes. in a stupid Santa suit? <laughs> I hope not. Ugh. No, I saw her yesterday and she actually told me, she's like, you still do the show? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I try to avoid coming over on Wednesdays. I'm like, good. <laughs> I was thinking for Wawa Warriors, you got to go around as the Drizz. You got to go around as the Drizz. Okay. And that's like the main character of Wawa Warriors. Like the Drizz is trying to get a record deal and he's fucking outside Wawa, like fucking rapping and, and just 
stopping people to fucking check out his dope fucking rhymes. We well, could do that. Yeah, I need a couple of blank cipher. CDs. And <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah. It's a Drizz. You gotta go around as the Drizz. Okay. And that's like the main character of Wawa Warriors. Like, the Drizz is trying to get a record deal. And he's fucking outside Wawa, like, fucking rapping and, and just stopping people to fucking check out his dope fucking rhymes. We well, could do that. Yeah, I need a couple of blank CDs. And <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We gotta get Gaten. We gotta get Gaten there too. Yeah, for Walla Warriors. That's yeah. amazing. He'll be like, the Driz and Gaten. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driz and Gates. Ah. <laughs> uh, who's the Driz ready for tonight? Yeah, we talk him to that that thing strange get kid. I fucking love that kid, man. <laughs> no. What's his name? Gate Gaten? Gate in, yeah. We're gonna smash his Gaten? Yeah. Yeah, yo, I love Gaten. That's why he's not gonna do an interview with us. Yo, 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 why? What do you mean? <laughs> he loved the Drez. Yo, you should see. I see him. He's always favor- favoriting my dope tracks on um, uh, Gram- Gramps again. What? <laughs> That's worse than a Sleepy Lucas joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I think he's trying to. Dude, you're on mic. Fucking, uh. Oh, I, uh We're off next week for the Xmas. Okay. Is that the first thing time you're hearing it? Yes. I'm telling the audience. Yeah. So nobody look for us next week. Just look for the Driz. Yeah, I'll, we'll uh, the Driz will be here. Ball by Drizz himself. Is special. <laughs> He's got nothing else to do on Christmas. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I know. Nobody loves the Driz. <laughs> <laughs> nobody loves the Driz. That should be the Driz's intro. <laughs> I got the new Rider Reacts, if you want right. to hear it. I also have to get ready, because this is going to be another interactive one. All right. Hope this stupid player is working. I guess clean up that intro, especially with the, the pause between the intro and the song. I guess clean up all that shit. I sent you yeah. all the other shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I sent you that intro, though, but you'll get it. All right. It's a new Rider Reacts. If it's going to play. Now it's time for Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Merry Christmas for this special holiday edition, which I'm going to share an UrbanDictionary.com term, and then I, Writer Doll, I'm going to so graciously react to it. Thus, Ryder reacts to UrbanDictionary.com. Now, before I give you tonight's term, I just want to give you a heads up. Tonight's term is going to have three varying definitions. It's your job as a listener to The Robin Slim Show to head over to Twitter, follow at Robin Slim Show, and vote in the poll on which you think is the most accurate definition of this word. Now let's get started. (laughs) Tonight's term is candy cane. Candy cane is a noun. Two words spelled C-A-N-D-Y-C-A-N-E. Candy cane. Our first definition 
of the term candy cane is when you fuck a girl who's on her period. <laughs> you pull out, then blow a load of jizz and blood on her face, making it appear as if she is sucking a candy cane. <laughs> the corresponding fuck. sentence to definition number one is... Oh, gosh. I gave that bitch a candy cane. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> Points for creativity. Our second definition of the term candy cane is the resulting pattern when a stripper is spinning on the pole and starts to get her period. The corresponding sentence to our second definition is Pimp Daddy Slambo <laughs> licked the candy cane off the pole at the strip club. I could see and Slambo finally, doing that. He probably did it. Our third definition okay. of candy cane is what can happen when a girl scrapes her teeth while giving you a dick twizzler, <laughs> leaving your dick stripped. Like a candy cane. <laughs> I First like that one. I want to know what a dick twizzler is. <laughs> She'll explain it. Is easy on the dong. You're giving me a candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> and now my reaction. <laughs> Let's take these one by one. Um. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Starting with the first choice. Um, candy cane, fucking a girl on her period, pulling out, and then blowing a load on her face. So it's the white, thick jizz mixed with her period blood. That's fucking disgusting. Just don't. Just, you're fucking, you're a monster. You're a monster. First of all, I personally... I'm not into sex on my period. But beyond it being just straight up disgusting, I don't know. Like, I don't really think this creates any kind of image of a candy cane to me. Like, are you smearing your <laughs> yeah. blood? That's just like a, it's like one of those little Christmas mints. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little swirly Christmas mint. I stand yep. by. You're a monster. <laughs> like, why do you want to fuck a girl when she's on her period, first of all? I know some people are into that. And I know, like, a girl Ugh. might get really horny when she's on her period. Smells um, like a I bag of dirty change. Dirty pennies. Let her give you blowjobs for those few days. Yeah, go for the anal. And get the blowjob. The mouth in the ass. When it's all done and over with, proceed back to getting your fuck on. Just a quick word about... The sentence, I gave that bitch a candy cane. Why, after Good. so many weeks of me doing dictionary.com is like the most common thing to call girl bitch. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, stoner 511. You're the asshole who just fucked this chick while she's on her period. Yeah, that's I dirty feel as fuck. Like yeah. A more accurate portrayal of this particular candy cane situation would be if he fucked a girl on her period and then another guy blew his load of jizz all over the guy's dick 
and his dick was also like curved. The dick's like, got to be covered in jizz too. Yeah, right. The dick's yeah. got to be covered but in still, blood. Still, who am jizz. I to judge? You, as the listeners of this segment, game. are going to be the judge and keep this definition in mind as I continue to cover the next options. The second definition might be my favorite one. <laughs> um, it's the one where it's a stripper. A sex worker, please, if we could call her a sex worker. Um, That's just the right thing to do, whether she's a prostitute or a stripper or a phone sex provider. Hi. Call her a sex worker. (laughs) Anyway, the sex worker, while she's spitting around the pole, she starts to get her period. That's a great visual. That is a great one. I think that's kind of hilarious. And at least it creates (laughs) the idea of the stripes with the candy cane. <laughs> Her name might be Candy Cane, too. That's that would be even hot, hot. That might hot. make it kind of adorable. Yeah. That might make this very, very horrific <laughs> scenario <laughs> more adorable if the sex worker's name is Candy Cane. Isn't that cute? This one Fuck makes yeah. me laugh. Um, mm. And shout out to Slambo. Him, Daddy Slambo. <laughs> I'm sure he's done I that. Don't he must have. No, yeah. Slambo is going to support this particular <laughs> definition. It wouldn't be on Urban Dictionary if he didn't do it. He will. Pimp Daddy Slambo licked the candy cane <laughs> off the pole at the strip club. I, I want to believe and that we know Slambo he went to a lot of strip clubs. No, he would so. do that. Yeah, he yeah. used to go. That was he one of his jobs. Pole on whether or not Slambo would do that. But okay, that's <laughs> Again, clearly somebody right was at the strip club with Slambo and was like, yeah. So the third choice is also a really good one. That's my favorite. It's when a girl's giving you a blowjob and she scrapes her teeth on your dick. I know, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> she scrapes her teeth on your dick. I don't even like getting caught in the zipper a little bit sometimes. Dick Twizzler. Which back to another UrbanDictionary.com term. Just FYI, a dick twizzler is when a girl's sucking your dick and as she's sucking, (laughs) with one hand, she's kind of like twisting in one direction while with her mouth, she's turning her head around a little bit in the other direction. So it kind of like is an opposite, a clockwise versus counterclockwise approach Okay. that's supposed to, like, twist your dick. But the candy cane includes the scraping the of the teeth. So, yeah, it makes the, the stripes. Leaving your dick stripped like a candy cane. <laughs> um, I appreciate this that's one, one just because finally, like, something fucked up is happening to the guy. <laughs> All of these crazy-ass sex terms, there's always some bullshit happening to a girl, like a girl's getting punched in her fucking face or something. <laughs> guess what, guys? This time, this bitch... Yeah, this bitch, she's scraping her fucking teeth... Yeah, what a bitch. ...on your dick, <laughs> and you're gonna deal with it. You want a blowjob that bad? Well... No, you punch her. You stop. (laughs) That's going to make her bite harder. (laughs) But I think the sentence is also funny. Easy on the dong. You got to choke. Yeah, maybe a chop to the throat. Nobody says dong. (laughs) Sleepy Luke is probably that's probably all he's going to say when he gets here. All right, go to Twitter. Which of these do you think is the best definition of pulls up pulls pan dictionary term for candy cane? Twenty three hours left. Fucking a girl on her period shooting a load on her face, and then you got the red and the white, 
and it looks like a candy cane pattern. Is it our girl, the stripper? Slambo's girl. Slash sex worker. Spinning on the pole, gets her period, <laughs> and it creates a stripe-like <laughs> pattern. Or is it number three, where <coughs> this chick is going down on you, and as she's twisting your dick and sucking it, she scrapes her teeth all over it down, you, bro. and boom, your dick is striped. Like a fucking candy cane. She really yeah. likes that. I'm saying the word stripped because that's what this fucking asshole wrote. <laughs> I was wondering. Striped, you dumbass motherfucker. Why? I thought she said they stripped the skin off the dick at first. I was like, oh. I need a holiday okay. break, you guys. <laughs> you can have next week off, Ryder. So, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And an amazing, happy fucking new year. I cannot wait to bring you tons more amazing Urban Dictionary terms and reactions in 2018. Nice. What do you think it is? What's your vote? I think three. Yeah, I like three. three. I know Slambo's going to vote two. Because he's in it. He's probably there right now. That's probably where he is. probably probably where he is. (laughs) Fucking jackass. I work in the fucking work in the clubs. Uh, Fuck a piece of shit. What uh? What else? What else going on? Did we get ready for break? What else you got going on, Slim? Nothing exciting, man. Uh, Nothing. God damn. What about you? What do you got going on? I did. I talked about hanging out with fucking celebrities. Celebrities. That's right. We're living that rock star life. I don't got any celebrities, man. Playlist. I'm gonna see my kids on Christmas. All right. Not sit alone drinking depressingly. Depression well, drinking. Well, in character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave my body in the jizz. The, driz, the, jizz. the, jizz. <laughs> the jizz. They're fighting. The, the jizz and the drizz are actually fighting for ownership of me. <laughs> you haven't heard the jizz yet because no. the drizz Let's keeps not. him in. <laughs> Let's not. I wasn't just playing. Let's go. It's, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. Did it stop? Looking to spice things up in the the bedroom? Then fantasize? God damn it, I'm just dragging shit in to fucking play ads, and they just just skip. Alright, I'll get that ready, and I'll throw a song in. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. It's, It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. 
looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Roadkills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> nice. We totally got to get you on all that shit. Everything. Yes. Go get some. All right. This, this Hennessy, Hennessy right here. Yeah, we, what do we need? We need weed and uh, painkillers. Uh, you got those bus pills? stupid fight. No, they're at home. <laughs> they're at home. Where the fuck is this asshole? Sleepy Lucas. Did you message him? I I sent him the, the bits. I didn't well, ask him where him he is. He's coming. Is he? There's three votes on the Rider React polls. It's like a tie. It's like a tie. It's one for each right now. Somebody vote. Somebody swing the vote. Somebody rock the vote. Where's uh, Drizzle News? I got it right here. Sweet. Let me, uh... Maybe you want me to, players. uh... Shit! Uh, Sleepy Lucas, show me all. where you's at? Let me, uh, let me message him, because I want my phone. Where you at, retard? Where you at on that? I'll type in Comma retard. <laughs> Comma retard. I'll message him that. I don't give a fuck. All right. What's, uh, show me the stories. All right. Where's, uh, well, there's... the folder for blah, 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 show bits. Should have just base. What, uh, There's that one, and then go down. I say that last one right here. Yeah. All right. Uh, the one above it. All right. And and then you have those three, and the one up. Yeah, top. I'm trying to see the bottom there. Teen. Yeah. Satan. Deliver. Ah, that one. I guess that one. <clears throat> that. There's one. Teen. Okay. Teen. Teen. Good teaser. All right. <clears throat> All right. All right. All right. Hopefully my scrolling works today. Did you put retard in that message? No, uh, I did not put retard in that well, message. Well, that's the only way he's going to get his shit together. <laughs> if I put retard in that message? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be nice to him. I'm nice to him. He's like, ah, oh, they don't need me. 
criminal Santa trapped in chimney, forced to call 911. Look at his fucking, look at his soot mustache. Look at that sweet soot mustache on Crook Santa. A man, cops are calling. Criminal Santa had to call 911 when he reportedly found himself trapped in a California calabunga. Businesses chimney this week. Citrus Heights Police allege 32 years young, Jesse Baboo-Booby for the win was not trying to spread Christmas cheer when he allegedly crawled down a chimney Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. According to the police statement, Baboo-Booby slid down the chimney in an attempt to gain entry to the business. Have you ever touched a bar boobies, uh, Driz? Yo, Jesse's boobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, cops say Baboo-Booby was unsuccessful and became lodged. Have you ever gotten a Baboo-Booby lodged in you, Driz? Yo, I've gotten all kinds of shit lodged inside me. Yeah. Except for boobies. Oh, you ever get a nubbin? You ever get a good nubbin? Yo, I always get nubbins, man. If you give me a nubbin at Drizzlebees, I give you a free drizzle. Yeah, you drizzle on the nubs. And uh, he's unable to make his way back out. Fortunately for him, Baboobi was able to move just enough to call for help. Criminal Santa does not have the same skills as the real Santa police joke. Yo, those police are funny. They should be doing stand-up yeah. yeah, they should. And getting free drizzles. Yeah, only if they numb me first. With the help of uh, fire officials using special equipment, Babooby was soon able to escape a sooty device uninjured. Babooby, however, was arrested for burglary. Burglary for the win. Yeah. And has since been released. Yeah, he's free. Yeah, Jesse Booby. Yeah. yeah. No, I fucking love Jesse Booby. Have you ever yeah. freed up Babooby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what? Free a butt booby? Yeah. yeah. Butt booby for the win, man. Fuck yeah, motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> bring it back. Is my mic on? Yeah, I lowered it. I lowered it a little bit. Why? Because you you yell. <laughs> it was oh. clipping. It was it not loud enough. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? Yeah, it Better was picking been. up. You can fucking hear this. <laughs> Taylor Swift told me to kill him. Claims man in alleged stabbing. Stab a bunga. Look at that guy. How could that guy be, be, be Taylor Swift told him to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you break her heart. Yeah, she probably made a song and told him to fucking do it. Who knows what that contest? There's a lot of dumb shit in her songs. A Portland man who claimed to be, who claimed that pop star Taylor Swift, Swift the bunga, told him to carry out alleged stabbing, stabbing, stabbing is due back in court Tuesday. Brent Shannon Fixton, 43 years young, is accused of chasing down and stabbing a stranger with scissors last week. Scissor bugger, you gotta run with them facing out to stab. Right, Driz? Yeah, 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 that's the only way you run with scissors. The man who was stabbed suffered two-inch lacerations from the attack, but did not need to go to the hospital. I'm good with these stabs. Yeah, yeah. Leave my stabs alone. Yeah, it was just a pair of scissors. He's a tough motherfucker. With the drizzle soft on a stab wound. Yeah. Yeah, he owed up quick. The victim's claim he saw Thixton confronting another person acting weird before Thixton came out to him. According to court documents. Court documents are the win. Document that shit, you fucking court bitch. Thixton, who is a hobo, was arrested and told police he tried to stab the victim because my wife told me to kill him. Thixton claimed that he was married to Swift and he was trying to save everybody. That sounds like a good, that sounds like a reasonable uh, reason, right? Right, Chris? <laughs> yeah, man, when when you're fucking married to Taylor Swift, you gotta save the world. When your wife tells you to do something, you better listen. You don't want that bitch pissing and stab yeah. that guy. 
Fixton never refused to answer any more questions, citing his top secret clearance. Yeah, I mean, yo, if he didn't listen to Taylor Swift, she'd write a song about him. It adds up, it adds up, Fixton. Fixton faces charges of assault, attempted assault, unlawful use of weapon, and menacing. Menacing, menacing for the win. Fixton bail was set at 22-227-500. So a lot of numbers, Driz. Eh, have you ever you seen can have numbers? more numbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course I've seen more numbers. I make so much fucking numbers. That Driz will be. That Driz isn't impressed, Fixton. Yeah. Fix those numbers. This isn't Fixton's first running with the law, and it won't be He's his last either. <laughs> he stole a forklift and used to tear down a fence <laughs> and drove down train tracks. He's <laughs> just funnier than him stabbing somebody with scissors. <laughs> He's a good guy. He is. What's on this? He's got guy? a thick skin, that Fixton. <laughs> He's a real thick motherfucker. Love that Fixton. Where's the other drizzle? <laughs> Yell double the cough. Teen helping stepdad deliver the Tribune. Other newspaper shot dead on southwest side of Chicago. Your paper's delivered by my son's dad. I want my son back. The fucking Tribune. In what may have been the case of mistaken identity, a 15-year-old boy who was helping his stepdad deliver newspapers, the Chicago Tribune and other newspapers was shot at Carroll Sunday morning on the city southwest side. They thought he was another paper boy who took a shit on their yard, right, Chris? Yeah, that? yeah, all those fucking paper boys just take shit on your yard. That wasn't the one, though. They killed an innocent boy. Yeah. Innocent boy for the win. Police responded to the shooting about 6.45 in the a.m. at 5100 block of West 47th Street in LeClaire Court's neighborhood. Yeah, I used to live there. Oh, yeah, what, what got you kicked out of that neighborhood? They just didn't like me, man. Hashtag justice for Drea Vaughn. <laughs> According to Anthony Glugel-Manley, a spokesman for the Chicago Police Department, the shooter, while driving a white vehicle, was that OJ? Yo, that's fucking racist. Face rear-ended the car with Brian Jasso and his stepfather, then pulled alongside, then opened fire, 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 fire in the hall, shooting the boy in the head. Oh, my God, that's fucking... Yo, that could aim. That's some dark newspaper delivery, wasn't that? <laughs> Jasso from the Chicago Lawn neighborhood, was pronounced dead at 6.56 in the a.m. He should have never, that's a delivery gone wrong. He should have never delivered those papers. Yeah. Maybe if he got grounded for looking at internet porn, he never would have been dead. Yeah, yeah, man, that's deep. An autopsy is scheduled yeah. for Monday. What are they going to find in that autopsy? He's just a dead kid. <laughs> are they going to find out that his dad drugged him and brought him along to get him killed? Yo, I don't his know, man. They might, find, they might find maybe, the bullet. Maybe he had a bigger dick than a stepdad and his stepdad set him up. I, I say, look at the stepdad, check the stepdad down. <laughs> that stepdad knows more than he's leading on. So the stepdad. What? There's so many layers. I know, they're going to peel all the foreskin back <laughs> on that little boy's penis. The man worked as an independent contractor and typically delivers the paper as well as other uh, newspapers. Yeah, likely story, stepdad. We don't pull, we don't buy it for yeah. a second here at Drizzle Bees. We are saddened by the, some of the news, said Bruce Dold. Thank you, Bruce. Well, well spoken. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Would you get that paper? Would you get that, that uh, delivered? Would I get it delivered? Yeah, yeah, I would get that newspaper delivered. Well, get that fucking paper yeah. delivered. I want to read what happened. In All right, paper. all right, I will. I'm ordering uh, it right now. Where's your 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 fucking drizzle? My drizzle. Your my celebrity. celebrity news. It's right here, right above. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Where's uh, uh that one? Right here. Yeah. All right. Let me close these other ones. 
for criminal Santa. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a good one. All right. All right. Um, maybe the lay, the lay, the lay, and then track, and track, track marks for All the right. win. <clears throat> Sounds good. Let's see. It's gonna play. It's gonna take a fucking minute. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. I guess, dude, I'll the one first. Uh, I don't know why I clicked over to that one. All right, what's going on, guys? This is Slim with some celebrity news. Justin Bieber off the hook in sorry lawsuit. I love that face. Oh, it is all wet. Like a nice <laughs> yes. wet beeb. I do like nice a wet nice, nice wet beeb. Nice beaver. wet beeb in your face. Yeah. Dripping all yeah, over. Yeah, that is sexy. Dripping all over your chin. <laughs> he's got a towel, but he's too fucking cool to dry his to hair. Because <laughs> he's not sorry. He's not sorry. No. <laughs> he won't even have to apologize, it says. Justin Bieber won't have to apologize, at least not in public legal docs, for allegedly jacking a vocal loop. Jacking off? Jacking off a vocal loop uh, for his hit single, Sorry. I've never heard it. I never have either, but it was a hit single, apparently. TMZ broke the story. Beeves was sued in 2016. Ah, that's old news. That's old, motherfuckers. It was a year ago. Who cares? By indie pop singer Casey Daniel. Oh, she's ugly. Is that that's who she her. is? Um, <laughs> A.K.A. White Hinterland, who claims sorry contained... I- Unique characteristics of her vocal riff. I doubt. I doubt it did because nobody ever heard of that girl. Can we it's, hear it? Y- yeah, let's hear Can it. Can we hear uglies? I doubt that Justin Bieber ever listened to her. Oh, let's see. What is she wearing? Look at that jacket. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> is this like gonna make me shit my pants? It's like the brown note. Oh. <laughs> Oh, here's the comparison. Okay. So now this one is. Well, let's hear him. Let's hear him. Right. I hope. I hope he's doing that. I hope it's going. <laughs> I hope so too. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just dropped so her voice and everything. It's the same clip. Oh my god! <laughs> that is. Amazing. How did he get away with that? <laughs> what a douchebag! He's even more of a douche than he ever was. You blatantly ripped off that fucking old hag song. <laughs> what a piece that of That was garbage. like her track, too, right? Yeah. You just took it, didn't give her any credit. That's her voice, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is amazing. What a piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? I still love the wet beaver. <laughs> the fucking... Tripping wet beaver. <laughs> All right. What else? LeBron James, tattoo artist, sues NBA 2K17. You jacked my designs. <laughs> but that's... His tattoos, wouldn't they want to make him look like himself? And not put what, like, smiley faces on him? Like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, what what are they supposed to do? Put other shit? Like, don't you want him to look like he looks, like, in real life? Like, that's the point. And technically, like, if they're on LeBron James and they have the the right. That's his skin, yeah. Yeah. I don't You I don't, don't own get it. LeBron James. No. <laughs> like, but they're saying they trademarked it, I think, right? Is that what says famous tattoo artist? Uh, who inks up NBA stars including LeBron James, Tristan Thompson, and uh, Danny Green is suing the company behind the NBA 2K17 video game, claiming they used his art without permission. The man behind the suit is James uh, Hayden, uh, a famous 
Cleveland-based tat artist who's been inking up LeBron for years, and he owns the copyrights on oh. several designs he put on the NBA star. I think that's so just so other game. tattoo artists can. Yeah, I do think them. they can use like it once. in a video game. Yeah, like because then what does that mean when they air a, a game on television? Technically, he could get money for that. Yeah, too. yeah. They're like, you're, oh, you're, going. you're showing exactly. you're showing my tattoos on TV. You gotta I, pay me. I don't think. You yeah, no, anything it's bullshit. With that. I mean, the Beebs got away with stealing, though, so <laughs> I don't know. In the suit obtained by TMZ Sports, Hayden claims a copyright to Bronze famous ta- Gloria tattoo. Like, yeah, what do you want him to have in the video game? Something stupid looking? Like, right. Or nothing? Like, what? Why? What? Yeah, like scared. they're supposed to carry up the, uh, cover up the tattoos, and yeah, no, that's bullshit. What's that say? Under the pictures? Uh, so the problem is, Hayden says. The makers of the video game 2K Games Inc. created the players in the NBA 2K 16, 17, and 18 with such detail they even got the tats right. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. Yeah, that's and what I was And you can't you kind of look at that as like an advertisement for your work too. That and yeah, it's, you know? it's like uh, whatever, an homage or whatever. It's... Yeah, the suit reminds us uh, of the time Mike Tyson's tattooed these fucking ta- hungry tattoo artists. You tell wow. me you didn't make enough with that tattoo and all the other tattoos? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, you know these, like, Mike Tyson's paying millions of dollars. Uh, uh, the time Mike Tyson's tattoo artist, the guy behind the face tat, That's sued the tattoo. people in The Hangover 2 for not getting his permission to feature the z- design in the movie. But it's on him now. Yeah, yes. it doesn't belong oh to you. God. I get that it's your design, but you put wow. it on another living human being. These delicate you artists. You don't fucking oh. own that person. I didn't know tattoo artists were such bitches. <laughs> yeah. Now Hayden is suing for a portion of the franchise profits. He didn't specify the number. number. But the game is a huge success. So we're You're guessing he's got it for several in. million bucks. But yeah, why yeah. aren't you suing the NBA or whoever airs that fucking game? Like, the NBA, why aren't you suing his mom? Because his mom let him get that tats and he bought it from you. Like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, no he's, he's a dick. And like you said, too, like, how much money are these dudes making off of NBA players? Like, he's known yeah. for tattooing several Obviously. NBA players. Obviously, the guy's getting paid top. Probably just to tip alone. These guys price. probably fucking tipping <clears throat> millions of dollars. It's an over-exaggeration, but, like, come on. Yeah, no, not millions. <laughs> millions. Take another nap. <laughs> Get your numbers right. <laughs> Look at that. Look Yo, at that. I know all about numbers, motherfucker. <laughs> Who's this? Who's Track <laughs> Mark Palin? Track Palin. Who names this on Track? <laughs> she was almost the vice president, right? Sarah Palin? I think so, I think yeah. this is Track. What did he do? Her son. Allegedly assaulted his dad. Sarah <laughs> Palin called cops. He's rebelling. He went to Track. What so, uh, Track's Palin's- just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. He's just misunderstood here. He hates He's his fucking name. That's why he assulted his dad. Why did, you, track, why did you fucking let mom do this to me? You ruined my life. I'm not a fucking Track. <laughs> so, why didn't he? Yeah, what did he do? Sarah the Palin's trains oldest- kept trying to ride over him. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking assaulted his dad over it. These trains are heavy, you fucking asshole. It's fucking Amtrak. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Palin's oldest son allegedly broke into his parents' house. Oh, nice. broke into their house. Oh, yeah, he, they kicked him out for doing track And marks. beat his dad bloody <laughs> until cops showed up. So he didn't even Good care. Kid. Fucking Sarah's yelling, I called the cops, I called the cops. And he's like, I'm not stopping until they fucking get here. You didn't raise me, right? You named me Tracks. Yeah. You named me Tracks. Everyone thinks I'm a junkie. 
Positive. According to an affidavit by the arresting officer, Sarah called police uh, Saturday saying her son, Track, was freaking out. Track's freaking out. And on some type of medication. I got medication in me. I'm going to beat my dad. What the fuck? What, Until the cops what's show going up? on in this fucking household? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I lost my scrolling abilities. Uh, there we go. Um... Somebody's at the door. Yeah. As cops were responding, they got an update that Track had broken through a window at the pill. Track is badass. He is a badass motherfucker. his father. (laughs) So he, like, I'm assuming he didn't even miss a beat. He just, like, his fucking dad's just sitting there, like, smoking a pipe, watching fucking... He just smashed through the window, got him in a headlock, (laughs) and just punching him. You name me Track. Oh, yeah. I'm Track. I'm Track. (laughs) <laughs> How would I'm, you like it if fucking trains rode over you all the time? I'm track pillin, motherfucker. <laughs> this is what it feels to be a track. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get tracked. <laughs> like that. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> he just. Uh, I just, just tracked you. Jumps, he jumps through windows. <laughs> you just got tracked. <laughs> 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 He's, oh that is a good way to start like a uh, career in like MMA fighting or, yeah. or WWE especially my trying to do him that sounds officer, like a bit that's amazing the officer said track called the cops peasants <laughs> ye peasants aren't taking me down I'm tracked <laughs> oh I told God. them to drop their guns drop your guns peasants I'm beating my dad up <laughs> I was this old like man's he was, getting what he deserves he's still beating him and he's like drop your guns peasant peasant says he's fucking wailing on his dad <laughs> Oh my god. According to Todd, he and Shrek got into a heated out. I guess that is Todd. Heated argument later that night about picking up his son's truck. You never fuck with your son's truck. He's got a date. He's got a date. He needs to pick his girl up for the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Mr. Fucking Palin, you let that boy go to the dance and then take her camping afterwards. That's it. Uh, Todd told Shrek. And hang out with Doc Brown on the weekends. Todd told Track not to come since he'd been drinking and was on pain meds, but <laughs> Track, Track doesn't care, baby. Anyway, I <laughs> hope he came through the window. And I hope by Track, this is what Slambo does to us later. <laughs> I hope so. I hope I hope Track Palin's on his way. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> get Trump comes in and starts beating us up on painkillers and fucking what's that other shit? The four locos. <laughs> the four locos. Todd told cops that he armed himself with a pistol and was preparing to protect his family when Track busted through the window. Disarmed his dad. Track is a badass <laughs> wow. mofo and started pounding on his head. Yeah! Track's gonna win. He t- Track saved the fucking day. Track that guy could have shot up the rest of the family. Track did what he had to do. Track was arrested on three separate charges related to domestic violence, and it's the second time in two years he's been busted on. Those are two years. Tracks is a problem. Tracks. Oh, he disarmed him. How do you fucking <laughs> Yo. bust through a window and disarm a guy? He disarmed like- an armed man. <laughs> Tracks is like quick like a fucking like a tiger bro he's got like cat like reflexes he's like fucking jaguar put down your guns peasants (laughs) he's he's pistol whipping his dad with his own gun and fucking telling cops to drop their weapons tracks he's a ballsy motherfucker this one's for you Jax. this one's for you Jax. Jax. tracks whatever your name is whatever Mm. Jackie track we gotta get tracks on the show we do need tracks on the show live live to do that to us <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to break with a little right. tracks. Little tracks music. 
go get some ads going, and we'll be back. We'll maybe we'll have a bedtime stories and a too many, a too many rapes. Let's see. Can I do this? I'm probably gonna have to set the stupid thing up first. Uh, blah blah blah. Let's see. This stupid new player is a real piece of shit. Um. Okay, and then I'm not gonna hit play till I got everything in here. All right, a little that, a little that. Here we go. We'll be back. It's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Nice! We back. We back. Let me hold on. We got probably, a, probably not entirely and completely. 
Uh, now we're entirely and completely back. Nice. All right. We got a uh, the intro for the sleepy Lucas bedtime story. Where is it? Oh no, that's not the folder. That's not the folder. All right. Here we go. Does he have the story? Yes. Cool. All right, Sleepy Lucas. Here we go. All right, the stupid new player. I hate it. I fucking hate it. You need to, like, not fuck this up. What? Now the fucking cat was getting oh. ready to be a dick again. All right. And now it's time for bedtime stories with... <sighs> Sleepy Lucas. Tonight's bedtime story is The Princess and the Pee Pee. What, I can't be a princess? No, just sort of from the, uh, from yeah. the top. Tonight's bedtime story is The Prince and the Pee-Pee. Once upon a time, in the outskirts of Camden, lived a prince named Lucas, who was also known to the commoners as Precious Prince Pretty Boy III. He wore the fanciest, puffiest pantaloons and ruffly shirts, and his dumb, skinny hat always had the freshest of pheasant feathers in it. He was one of three precious princes, all named Pretty Boy, but became the sole heir to the kingdom when his elder siblings died from a horrible docking incident. Precious Prince Pretty Boy spent many a fourth year trying to find a bride to wed, but to no avail. He would invite all sorts of supposed princesses to his manor for many a dinner but none were good enough for his old, wretched cunt of a mother. One time, this one bitch had the worst of table manners. At his stately family dinner table, she just vomited every time she took a bite of food. Even though it gave Precious Prince Pretty Boy III an uncontrollable erection that would last nearly three months. His mother did not approve whatsoever. The fake princess died later that week of some sort of fake illness called the bubonic plague. One of the other cunts was also a real well of a heifer. She ate all the food on the table, then started eating off precious Prince Pretty Boy, the third's plate, and then his mother's. When that food ran out, she had food jammed in her cut that she fished right out in front of them and ate. There were 12 apples, 3 Cornish hens, and about 85 sardines. <clears throat> then one time, this really ugly bitch showed up. She had open sores all over her face and hands, and reeked of unwatched belly button. The prince tried to overlook this and kiss her, but instead he just projectile vomited into her mouth. Then finally, one stormy night, a girl claiming to be the prince, a princess came to the door of his manor, soaking wet, saying she was too far from home and begged if she, she could stay the night. 
Precious Prince Pretty Boy the Third was so attracted to this one and he even and he really wanted to marry her even though she didn't express any interest in him whatsoever. He didn't give a shit. He was Precious Prince Pretty Boy the Third. He wrecked his inbred brain for a true test to see if this handsome, hairy woman was truly a princess when it finally struck him. He told the witch bitch, the wet bitch, to w wait in the parlor as he went in the guest quarters to prepare her bed. He piled 20 mattresses on top of each other because all lords had at least 20 to 30 mattresses available at any time in those days, and underneath them, he put his most prized possession, his late father's mummified pee-pee. He figured if this cunt was truly a princess, she could never sleep with something so rigged under all those mattresses. She would be too uncomfortable. He went back out to the parlor and said, Sleep in there, my lady. The next morning, Precious Prince Pretty Boy the Third awoke with such excitement. As he pranked to the lady's sleeping quarters, he heard a whole bunch of shit going on, and he was sure that the princess of his dreams couldn't sleep when he heard all that racket. He swung open the door and found that the princess was fucking her butthole with his dead dad's dick and that the princess had a pee-pee bigger than his and the mummified pecker put together and he absolutely loved it. He got on one knee and proposed to the princess who accepted. He then asked her name and found out it was Fraternia Gentle. Precious Prince Pretty Boy the Third and Fraternia were wed that later that morning and lived happily ever after until a few weeks later when Precious Prince Pretty Boy the Third died from a gnarly infection in his mouth from eating Fraternia's unwashed anus. The end. <laughs> sweet tight, sweet dreams. Nice. That was good. I felt like learning her name was like a big reveal for I whatever reason. I love hearing like, Precious Prince Pretty Boy. I can hear <laughs> so many Pretty times. Boy. All right. Are you ready for too many rapes? It's called the Xmas Wish. Yes. All I right. I'm loading up the sounds you right it? now. With only a few days until rapemas. I'm gonna restart. Mayor Tubestakes realizes he doesn't have any actors for the city's big Stop. I'm gonna start and restart it. God damn it! <laughs> I always think that's coming from my computer because ah. I hear it like this way. <laughs> With only a few days until rapemas, Mayor Tubestakes realizes he doesn't have any actors for the city's big play in front of the town hall. He does the only thing he can and shoots up while driving his Lamborghini to the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary. One year ago, a crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up, getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. It's too many rapes. 
Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hey, Frankie. Uh, fuck you, you asshole. It's Mr. Mayor to you, and I'm not interested in small talk. I need you and this piece of shit Brian for the raped misplay in front of Town Hall in a few days. Here's the scripts. You fuckers better memorize your parts and get your own fucking costumes and don't fucking be late. He seems serious, Warden. Get your cock out of me and let's rehearse. Uh. Oh, okay. Over the next few days, Brian and the Dumb Warden rehearsed and fashioned fairy wings and other other sorts of queer things for their costumes. The slobbering warden only fucking Brian four times was starting to go crazy. This play better be worth it, Brian. I haven't busted enough nuts in you the past few days. Oh, it will be. Have you forgotten all the heroin Frankie supplies with us? Us with? I'm sorry, I'm gonna redo that. Oh, it will be. Have you forgotten all the heroin Frankie supplies us with? How could you think this won't be worth it? Now put your wigs on and let's get to town hall. <laughs> Wings. Brian and the warden got into Warden's shitty purple three-door Saturn and arrived at Town Hall. An aggravated mayor greeted them. Uh, uh, it's about time, you fucking sh shit dicks. Get, get on that fucking stage right now. I, I can't keep these hobos under control much longer. Both Brian and the warden took their places. Brian laid in a trough full of hay, and the warden waited off stage. A hobo woman and a man stood by Brian and muttered something about half-eaten cheeseburger raw doggin' and a bladder infection. Just then, Brian said, Whoa! I'm the fucking baby Jesus! Give me presents, bitches! It's my birthday! <laughs> Three more hobos rushed the stage at that moment, giving him a golden crack pipe, a blue crack rock, and a rusty syringe. This shit pleases me, you poor motherfuckers. And just then, Frankie gave the signal, and the hobo actors and a bunch of other- Is that it? No. Okay, okay. You can fix this, right? Yeah. Cool. Three more hobos rushed the stage at that That's moment, not giving not him it? a gun. No, it's uh, just okay. and the warden in some sort of makeshift. Both Brian and the warden took their place. Was that it? No. No. What is it? Just and the warden? Yeah. Just and the warden in some sort of makeshift fairy okay. costume. <coughs> wait, wait, wait. Should be this one. Three more hobos. Just then, the warden skipped onto the stage in some sort of makeshift fairy costume. Behold, on this day your savior is born. Everyone kneel and pray and give lots of money or burn eternally forever and ever. Amen. Uh, that's too many rapes, folks. 
And just then, Frankie gave the signal, and the hobo actors and a bunch of other bums rushed the stage and raped Brian and the warden on that freezing cold winter night. Mary raped Miss from Too Many Rapes. You sick bastards. Cool. Cool. You got a lot of fixing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to redo my one line because I said wigs instead of wings. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> uh, wigs work. <laughs> Put your wigs on. <laughs> Where's uh, Drizzt Sings? All right. We forgot that last week. I, I gotta I'm going to do two back to back Drizzt Sings. No, I'm cool. not. No, I can't handle that. I got to find That's it. too many Drizzt. Too many Drizzt. <laughs> too much Drizzt for one Christmas yeah. episode. Too many sirens. Too many everything. Here, guy, I got fucking, it too. Yeah, well, I don't because my computer is being a piece of shit right now for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> um, show bits. Drizz sings the hits. And then we'll take a break and All we'll right. be back. Cool. If it's going to play, this. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. That's not it. Whoa. And now it's time oh, it for is. Drizz sings the hits. Whatever. Do, Re, Mi, Black Bear, featuring Gucci May. Main. Do, Re, Mi, Remix, Lyrics. Do, Re, Mi, Fo, So, Yeah, Yeah, Oh, It's Drizzy. Do, Do, Re, Mi, Fo, So, Yeah, 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 Yeah. If I could go back to the day we met, I probably would just stay in bed. You run your mouth all over town. And this one goes out to the sound of breaking glass on my Range Rover. Pay me back, bitch. It's over. All the presents I would send. Fuck my friends behind my shoulder. Next time, I'ma stay asleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Oh. And you got me thinking lately, bitch. You crazy. And nothing's ever good enough. I wrote a little song for you. It go like do re mi fa so fucking done with you girl. So fucking done with all the games you play. I ain't no tic-tac-toe. Send the X and O's on another note. I'm do re mi fo so fucking done with you girl. So send the X and O's on another note. I'm Ghost, yeah, 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 oh. Uh, hi, it's Frankie. Don't rain me, baby. Don't play me. I'm a black beetle like Jimmy Swaley. Screaming fuck 12 in my brand new V. Uh, just, just bought a timepiece for my new dime piece. When I'm ballin', don't stall it. Put your all in. Stop talking. I gotta crawl in before you walk in. On the weekend, spending fi- front end, uh, the back end, booty so big, got me thinking uh, about a lap dance. Uh, dealing with these bitches like, damn, what happened? New thang, new frame, new eyelashes, brand new swag, wearing brand new fashion. That's what you get for doing all that camping. Drizzy with me, and we in the state trapping. This'll make a old legend start back rapping. This'll make an ex-con start back 
trapping. I'm beat it. I'm a beat it up like my name Joe Jackson. It's Frankie. Do re mi fo. So fucking done with you, girl. So fucking done with all the games you play. I ain't no tic tac toe. Send the X and O's on another note. I'm do re mi fo. So fucking done with you, girl. So send the X and O's on another note. I'm ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If I could go back to the day we met, I probably would have just stayed in bed. You wake up every day and make me feel like I'm incompetent. Designer shoes and Xanax tabs compliment your makeup bag. You never had to buy yourself a drink. Cause everybody wanna tap that ass sometime. And you got me thinking lately, bitch. You crazy. And nothing's ever good enough. I wrote a little song for you. It go like, Do, re, mi, fo. So fucking done with you, girl. So fucking done with all the games you play. I ain't no tic-tac-toe. Send the X and O's on another note. I'm do, re, mi, fo. So fucking done with you, baby. So send the X and O's on another note. I'm ghost. Yeah, 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 O's. So send the X and O's on another note. I'm do, re, mi, fo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So send the X and O's on another note. I'm ghost. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ghost. Yeah. Ghost, bitch. (laughs) Ghost dog. (laughs) Ghost raped. You got ghost raped last week. (laughs) I didn't think ghost raped. Ghost All dog. Right. <laughs> clear out the playlist. Go to break. Get some Xanax tabs. You got any? Any Xanax tabs? Of course. Where are they? Uh, in the Xanax tab cabinet. Where's the Xanax tab room? It's right over there. Sleepy, get us Xanax. <laughs> get it. And get us some Sleepy Xanax. Lucas's shelf. Quit being it's a on bitch. His shelf and pill us in his up. bedroom. Save room for pill brulee. Where's <laughs> Where's the adverts? Rider. Your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes. For you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? 
low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909-800-218-4909-800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. Rob and Slim Show. Hello. Brooke, Brooke Lewis. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hold on, I got my uh, headphones backwards. Just coming back from break. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Hollywood actress, uh, are you from Philly? And you're in L.A. now, correct? Correct. I'm a Philly Jersey girl. Hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, you could take the girl out of Philly and Jersey, but you cannot take the Philly Jersey out of the girl. No. Did you lose? You didn't lose your accent or nothing? I did. I worked oh. so hard, you guys, between New York and L.A., taking speech classes to get rid of that, like, I'm going down the shore, but <laughs> it really comes, it comes in handy. Can I just tell you, like, for example, I know we're going to talk about, we'll talk, but, like, Half New Year, the film that Drew McEnany, Yo, Drew and Connie, that we just did, yeah. I play Pam DeLuca from <laughs> South Philly and Jersey. So, okay. there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. What? That's um, why I love your show. You guys represent <laughs> Dirty Jersey. Yeah. Are you what? Are you from? That's right. You're from uh, Jersey too. So Philly and yes, I grew up at the Jersey Shore, but like South Jersey. You know, my my mom still lives in Bentner. My dad, my stepmom, my whole family, they all have a house in Margate. And I still, whenever I come back in the summer, I still go down the shore. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, we're... Uh, I spend we're, a lot of time in North Jersey, too. We're by LBI. I'm from North. I'm from uh, Bergen County. And Bergen. What's it? Paramus Plaza. Paramus Park. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so whatever it's called. The mall. I, I the know mall. The mall. The mall. That mall set it up. Let me tell you something. When I, when I was in New York and I started my acting career and like my first little big break is Tony and Tina's wedding off Broadway back in the day, like right out of college. I'm yeah. old, like back in the day. And <laughs> we used to seriously go shopping for like clothes to go to do appearances as like the characters in Tony and Tina's wedding at Paramus. What was it? Paramus Park. Paramus Park. Park. Right? Yeah. Paramus Mall. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's right by the parkway, uh-huh. too, right? Or is it the parkway or the turnpike? Paramus Park. Yes. Ah, right? yeah. Paramus Parkway. Exits right, yep, right by the parkway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> funny. <laughs> do you ever call, you, you said you, you come back out of here? I do. I get back a lot to see my family and friends. And okay. I do still get back for work. More to New York, you know, and some of my biggest projects to date, even after moving to LA, you know, about 10, I mean, I moved to LA 15 years ago now from New York, but some of my best projects to date, I still would go back and work like I murders, which is, you know, big thriller I did with the Robbie, Robbie Bryan wrote and directed. And I started in that with Tony Todd, Candyman, and Gabrielle Anwar from burn notice and sent of a woman and William Forsythe, Frank Grillo, Margaret Collins, independence day. I mean, killer, killer cast and crew and I went back and stayed in New York and like Hoboken for about a month 
you know, now going on our 10-year anniversary, actually. So big shout out to our 10-year anniversary of Imers. But I will still go back whenever I can. If I get hired for a film, I'm there. Yeah. How long have you been acting for? You said... How long? I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been acting forever. I started acting in high school. I started doing musical theater in Philly and Jersey. And then, you know what's so funny, you guys? You'll love this. I did a show right out of college, so we're talking a long time ago now, in Red Bank, New Jersey. Wow. Cool. I love Red Bank. It's a nice Where town. I, yeah. It's cute. It's, it's a cool cute. little we town. It's a little theater. Yeah. yeah it was so much fun. Is it Count Basie so, Theater? Which one? Was it the Count Basie? Maybe. I don't remember that. that Probably. A, Is that a big theater there? Yeah, I think that's... that's. I, I know I saw Louis Black perform there back in the day. Like, yeah, that's pretty much where everything goes down, I think, in Red Bank. You, you said this Red is, Bank again, is this is like 15 years ago, so yeah. a long time ago. You said it's cute. <laughs> you said Red, Red Bank is cute, right? It was cute. Yeah, yeah that's it, like the perfect, like... They got like the cobblestone, <laughs> I think, roads and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, this quaint little cool yeah. town. Like, I was just saying, it's like a perfect description of Red Bank. Yeah, it is. It is a cute totally. little town. Totally. <laughs> exactly what you said, like quaint. Like, kind of like the areas outside of Philly, too. Like, New Hope and that stuff. Like, very quaint. Yeah, yep, yeah. exactly. Very exactly. not L.A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Very not LA. So, yeah, but I've been out here for 15 years. I've been acting and doing musical. I started in musical theater. My first break, like I said, was Tony and Tina's wedding off Broadway in New York. Yeah. Back in the day. So, I mean, I'm dating myself. Like, I'm 40. But, like, so, I mean, I was doing the show when it was hot in New York off Broadway with everybody from the Howard Stern show and Stuttering John. I know you guys are younger than I am, but no. that was like a hot ticket in town. I'm, yeah. four, I'm 40. Slim's what? Uh, 30. 30. 29. Oh, my God. I didn't know you Yeah, no, young. I'm a kid. He doesn't age well. <laughs> he looks... Slim, you're a baby. I'm oh a my baby. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you remember then when, I like, do. it was the hot show in New York. So that was my first break there. And then I started doing a lot of indie film there in New York and a lot of mobster movies, but then was up for a lot of TV stuff. So I was like, I got to give it a shot and go out to Hollywood. Okay. So I've been here 15 years. Well, I was going to yeah. say, too, like, I, I saw you, you, uh, you said you're a scream queen, um, uh, is horror your favorite genre or is, is like mobster movies? Like what's your favorite role? Probably both, but I will say this, that any, in any profession. So for all your listeners, like we can joke all day, but I get very serious and you know, I'm a smart cookie too. Like for anybody listening, when you work so hard for something, whatever it is, you guys on your show, you know, like, yeah, like a actors perfectionist. out there, writers, directors, any business, right? Any mm-hmm. industry. So when you work so hard for something and you kind of get to a point in your life. And I think it was really when I turned probably 30 that I went, okay, I'm going to kind of stop pounding the pavement so much and embrace what comes to me and I swear to God guys like I was a horror fan growing up I never woke up as a little girl and went I dream one day to be a scream queen a famous scream queen you know <laughs> however I did love horror films I was an 80s horror junkie and I loved Elvira and so I always enjoyed the darker side of things and so we did actually we did this one Ken Del Vecchio and I back in New York I mean we did this one film that we packaged this low budget horror thriller back in the day we started in like 2004 and we actually shot it in 2007 called polycarp which turned into wait for it kinky killers that i got to star in with charles durning from dog day afternoon and tootsie rest his soul and michael perret eddie the cruiser streets of fire yes ladies that Sexy Michael Perret, who is my friend to this day, who grew up in Jersey. So I go back, and Eric Edabari, and just an incredible cast, again, 
that's what kind of put me on the map. And all of a sudden, Showtime picks it up in 2008. This little horror thriller thing, like mystery thriller, is on three nights a week for two years straight. I'm getting all of a sudden, like, I had done tons of mobster movies. I had done sitcoms. I was on a Fox sitcom called Quintuplets in 2004, playing Gina Grisano from Staten Island, bully of the school in high school. <laughs> and Andy Richter and Ryan Simpson. Wow. Yeah, great, great cat. I've worked with some incredible people. Yes. So, bottom line, yeah. But that's I what you got. Imagined, okay. That's what you blew up on. What? But that was what you blew yeah, up on. Totally. Oh, my God. So I do this crazy. So they change the freaking title and they call it Kinky Killers. Showtime picks it up. My agents and managers call. They're like, you need to come to the office. I thought I was getting fired. I really did. <laughs> I'm like this Broadway trained actress and studied in New York. Right. And yeah. now I do a film called Kinky Killers. Like Charles Durning is probably rolling in his grave now. And yet... To wrap up my long-winded story, yet, you know, I go to my agents, they're like, okay, there's a stack of fan mail sitting on the desk, we've got calls pouring in, they're calling you the new IT Scream Queen, they want you on the Spike TV Scream Awards this next year, and I'm like, oh my, holy shit, so like, my point to all of that long story is, sometimes you wake up one day and you just embrace what comes to you when you stop working so damn hard, and you're like, okay, this makes sense for now. So I embraced it, and then we went on to do Eye Murders. I got called by the amazing Greg Lamberson to do a sequel to a cult classic from 1988 and 2008 called Slime City and Slime City Massacre, which I ended up winning the B-Movie Golden Cobb Award for Scream Queen of the Year 2010. Wow. Cool. So awesome. I just, yeah. Very cool. Awesome, right? I'm getting to work with, like, cover of every horror sci-fi magazine with, like, Tony Todd Candyman. I mean, it's awesome. So yeah. I really embraced mm. it, and I love it. But my favorite genre, honestly, will always be mobster movies. I mean, come on. Godfather, mm. Goodfellas. Yeah. I saw too. Yeah. I was watching your acting reel, and, and there was a scene that was a little hard to watch. You got slapped in, and and it was pretty rough. Is when you act like out of scene like that, does that fuck with you on any other level, or do you just look at that as like as like a, a job? I love that question. A, it's a job. No matter what you do, whether you're having a sex scene, whether you're getting slapped in the face, it's always a job. For me as a professional, it's always about the work. But second part you answer is of course it fucks with you mentally absolutely and especially for you know real actors who choose to get down and dirty in their craft and what they do and i certainly do i get really in it and i want it i want it to be real i mean that was actually a conversation with my director on sprinkles you're referring to which actually won me uh, gosh at this point like 20 best actress awards over the last few years and wow. that was a short film which we are actually doing a deal right now with um 13horror.com which you guys will see so everybody who will follow me you'll see I'll promote it once it gets goes out for distribution and they're with the BBC in the UK so you'll be able to finally see it but that was a short film that really was an incredible honor and it was dark like you said I'll send you guys the link you can watch the whole 10 minute yeah I only watched a clip and point, it, was, yeah, it was hard to watch it was, it was it's, tough it's hard to watch yeah and it does tough. have elements of I don't want to do spoiler alerts, but it does have elements for women about rape yes. and some other stuff that you'll see. So 
I love those roles. And as I get older, too, you know, I used to play so many of the mobster hooker roles, like in Sinatra Club. I got to do with Danny Nucci from Titanic and Jason Gedrick from Iron Eagle and Michael Norrie from Flashdance and Ellen Hallman from Spartacus. I mean, again, shouting out because I'm so blessed to work with incredible actors in my career. But, you know, I would play the mobster hooker and the comedic roles like that. And they're so much fun. But (laughs) love, like you said, the sprinkles, the dark shit. That's me. And that's what I want to kind of really graduate into now that I'm getting a little bit older and I can play that sort of villainous role. I love it. Yeah. Do you have any um, upcoming projects you could talk about? Yes. So, again, we just wrapped, as you guys know, and I was waiting to shout out on the show, and you're going to have my little on-screen brother, Drew McEnany, who's from Philly and Jersey, too, on next in, yeah. in five, at 5.30, 30 your time. So we just wrapped Half New Year. What an incredible shout out. We can't spoil alert too much because we literally just wrapped it at Thanksgiving. But wow. incredible indie film. So much fun. I'll let Drew like really give you the deets. But like it's about a guy from Philly, an Italian kid, uh, Reed DeLuca, where the DeLucas, Reed and Pam DeLuca. <laughs> and Reed goes out from Philly to live his dream as a producer at first in Hollywood. And the trials and tribulations of what it's really like, what we all have gone through at some point, unless you have, you know, your parents are Spielberg or in the business, you know, or Scorsese, then you really kind of know what you face when you come to Hollywood. It's a whole different game out here from New York. And so it's about Reed DeLuca, who comes out and I play Pam's older sister. And he starts to, you know, his life goes to shit and he'll tell you more about it, but he loses his producing job. He can't get the girl and that kind of thing. Very, you know, very much about in their 20s, kind of a big chill meets St. Elmo's Fire, the modern day meets American Pie. And it's so freaking cute, you guys. And I want to shout out to our incredible director, Tom Warash. We love you. We love you. I mean, what I saw these people do and Pierce Cook, our DP and Kyle Hardy, our our AD and Georgia Manides. We can never forget you. She's the writer producer. She made this all happen. She's badass. I can't wait to work with all these people again. So big shout out to all of you guys. And I could go on and on. Bo Youngblood and Shanley Caswell. She's one of the stars of NCIS New Orleans. Jeff Dye, who won last comic standing and the list goes on and on and on. So, and it's, yeah, it's been an incredible, incredible experience. So we're all kind of coming off a high from that. And that's why I thought what a perfect time to come on your show so we can kind of alert all the Philly Jersey people to keep a lookout and you'll get to talk to Drew more about that. So that's cool. I've got a short film that we are in post-production on right now titled Alan and Millie, a short romance. And again, you know, for people who, who are my age and older, like back in the day, my writer director is, the one and only Marcus Redman, who was one of the stars of Doogie Howser in the 80s, oh, right? Wow. <laughs> oh, Remember my God. Remember that show? Yes. Well, I, know I mean, so how cool is that? And cool. then, wait, wait, it gets even better, too. So not better, but I mean, just as good. Then my, my co-star, who's my male lead in that, is Courtney Gaines from Children of the Corn, Malachi, Can't Buy Me Love, back in the day um, and Sweet Home Alabama and the list goes on and on. Everybody knows Courtney Gaines. He's such a brilliant actor. So I got to, he's one of my best friends too. I got to star in that with him. So that'll be hitting the festival circuit. It's a rom-com. It's a horror rom-com. 
So we're going to have so much fun with that in the new year. And we're hmm. still promoting, last but not least, another film I'm so proud of that one of my best girls in the world, Stacey Lane Wilson, wrote and directed for me a piece called Psychotherapy. You guys can all check it. We've won. Check out all the awards we've won. It's crazy. We went out with it this year to the festival circuit. And I literally haven't had a day off since July. I've been traveling the entire country from back east to Vegas to here, everywhere with psychotherapy. Again, I got to star in that with Ricky Dean Logan from Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Back to the Future 2 and 3. So it's been a wild year, you guys. Who was he in Back to the Future? uh, I don't know. Good question. Uh, He was in 2 and 3. Those are some of my favorite movies. Like a a supporting. So he's the guy from Final Nightmare whose head blew up. Mm, I don't know from, that. from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, it's it's been so long yeah, since I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, you'll know it if you see it again. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say too. Uh, we we only have a limited amount of time, but I saw you're a dating expert. I, I am. I didn't know if you gave Slim some advice. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He's trying. He's trying. He's a good guy. Let's just... talk. There's no trying, you guys. There's either doing, there's either committing and doing, or that's it. There's no trying. Yeah, no, I'm not trying. I'm to trying to help honest. him out. He doesn't try. He doesn't <laughs> I try. Just, I that's what it is. Like my life is like I work and I don't like flirt with anybody at work, and then I come home Yo, and I. Uh, you got to put it out there. You got to put the vibe out there. I 100%. do not think so. Yeah. So we need to get you on the app. Either on the app or at least, I don't know about the online dating stuff for you, but you got to give it a shot. you got to at least put one profile up. I challenge you, you to try that. I've, I've tried that like so many times. Like, I've tried the okay. Plenty of Fish, the OkCupid, okay the uh, Tinder, just all of it. And, like... You know, okay. as a guy, is super discouraging because yeah, like you could you be. could sit down and message fifty girls and not get a single reply, not a single reply, You're 100% right. and that really and fucks with you your self esteem. It, it does, and I'm going to tell because it's so oversaturated right now, and it becomes almost like a part time job where you want to you know you really need to kind of commit to it and stay on it to make it work. However. I will say this, and in the two seconds I just listened to you, and this is me as an expert telling you this, I and I just went through this with a girlfriend of mine the other day. So mistake number one, and believe me, I did it when I was single, nonstop. I was on Plenty of Fish and blah, blah, blah. Everyone you just mentioned, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, and um, Tinder, Tinder, all the free sites. Yeah. So just hear me out for this one. Even if you do a trial, do one of the paying ones. Do Match.com. I'm telling you this. You will not regret it. Pay for one for even just three months, and I'm telling you, you're going to have a very different experience. People who pay for it are more serious about it. The other one you can try, and I'm not like, you know, here to endorse sites and stuff, but I don't know if you want to try Bumble. I'm sure you've heard of Bumble, but that's the one where the women reach out to you. Really? Yeah, well, look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because I said really, but my thought, my actual thought was, yeah, then I'm just going to feel even more uh, shitty when like two weeks bro. pass by and nobody you reaches have the out to me. up for you. You're having like <laughs> fucking fraud. I, I don't know. Like I never, like I had, I had the thought about the pay sites being better for a little bit, but then I was like, I, I was if wondering. you're paying for it, like, cause, cause this is my thought. And obviously from what you're saying, this isn't the truth, but thinking of it in this perspective, when there's all those free sites out there it's like if a girl's paying for this then she's really desperate like that's that was always my thought yeah i knew you were gonna say that no it's not true look at it the other way look at it in a positive way she's really committed and she's really serious 
It's not about desperate. In fact, I think you'll find a way higher class of people on the dating sites that you do have to pay for. I was thinking that and too. And there's ways to get, yeah, like totally. better ways to get three month memberships for the price of one. Trust me on this. Give it a shot. It will be so worth it. And then the other one, I would say also one of my big tips, you know, is simple, simple, nothing's rocket science, like meetup groups if you have interest in your area. And I know you work a lot, and trust me, I get it. I was the same way, you know. And so it's really just worth committing to. And here's the other thing, because I heard you say, you know, you'll get so discouraged and you'll feel like shit. No. You, here's my best advice to you in such a short time, and I'm sure we'll talk again, and I can give you better advice than any of the listeners as well. We could come on even if you want in the new year and do like a whole dating episode, but I want to say this to you. Don't personalize it. That is the biggest mistake we all do, and it's hard not to. It's mm. just like me as an actress. You know, I got to go in for nine movie auditions before I book one, and I feel rejected and dejected, and I feel like shit, but I got to keep going because it's something I really love and something I'm committed to, right? right. So... You see what I'm saying? So you don't, I tell everyone, don't personalize it. It has nothing to do with you, sweetie, and everything to do with the timing and maybe who you're reaching out to. And obviously there's like a skill to online dating, but you, like, I'd rather see you join match.com or join Bumble, whatever, and like come home from work one night and check out all the messages that you have and not even put a second bit of emotion or thought into it after that. He's come a long way, even just from starting the show, I feel like just open and, and better conversationalist. I think he, I think he's come a long way. Good. Well, <laughs> no problem. Get that confidence up. I still hate him. He, <laughs> he still hates me. He's like a hateable douchebag, but he's the lovable. <laughs> he's a lovable, hateable <laughs> douchebag, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it sounds Jersey to me. Jersey girls like a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to pop his collar. I told him, how about this? How about this, Brooke? I was thinking like a, what's that? Like a captain's jacket? Yeah. Like how would that be for a look? Like a captain's jacket. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's got to wear it differently, you know, but why not? Whatever works for you, do it. Whatever you feel confident in, do it, rock it, own it. He's We're not, all a hot he's mess. so uncomfortable. I wrote a book about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> actually, I do have a, a funny story before we wrap up. Is uh, my uh, one of my buddies that actually uh, brought a go girl over, a uh, really nice girl, and um, I have been practicing uh, active listening, like really just trying to learn how to like stealing listen girls, to people, stealing, stealing girls. girls. <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't doing that, but like the whole time, all I did, and me and this girl talked for like hours and just her and I just talked and I, you know, used like active listening skills. And then afterwards, her, uh, uh, my buddy told me the next day, he's like, you know, my friend Melissa really liked you. She said, you're the only guy that uh, didn't look at her tits the whole time you were talking to her. Why weren't you looking at her tits, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Is that is that why I mess up? Because I... <laughs> Wait, the real skill comes when you can do both at the same time, dude. <laughs> right, that's what it is. That's what I, and, I, and then, like, my first thought was, I guess that's why I'm not getting laid. I got to start looking at their tits instead of their eyes. <laughs> but I love the active listening. All kidding aside, oh, yeah. that's genius. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. Active, active, and, active yeah, listening is great. Yeah. listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Brooke, I wanted to ask, too, what, uh, what charities do you work with? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you so much for, for doing that. So I am super, super into charity and give back, especially at the holiday season. I think it's really important to use whatever celebrity we have, whatever notoriety we have that, you know, can help use my voice in any way I can to help others. So one that I'm super excited about, and I think I was tweeting this at you guys on the DM, like I 
So Friday, I'm going down to the Los Angeles Mission. This is something I do almost every Thanksgiving and every Christmas that I stay in town. And like the day before, we do a skid row feed the homeless. And I'm talking, I mean, you guys, this homeless population here in L.A. is out of control. I heard. Sunshine. I heard people can work like 40 hours a week and still be homeless out there. Uh, that is the truth. You can still live in like a lean-to. It's the truth. So, But um, I'm doing the Skid Row Feed the Homeless at the Mission, which is so exciting. And I got invited back, and the celebrity guest list is off the chain, like Pharrell. So I'm going to be there, you know, serving food and hosting with Pharrell and wow. Derek Fisher. And for all the Real Housewives fans out there, Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin, and the list goes on and on. I'm so excited. Another big, big shout out. Uh, I'm very active in a lot of breast cancer charities. So I was one of the co-captains of the Horror Starlets for Bowling for Boobies team. I do Babes for Boobs every year with all the reality stars here. Very important to me. And big shout out to I am a blessed celebrity ambassador for Breaking the Chains Foundation. Deborah Hopkins has an organization that is amazing where they incorporate People who have body image issues, people who have eating disorders, people who have battled with their body and weight, and they incorporate art in order to help, whether it's dance, music, painting, films, in order to help, you know, create a healthy space for people and a lot of young girls and women who have eating disorders, especially here in Hollywood. So I am a celebrity ambassador for that foundation, and I'm super excited to do more work with them in the new year. So a lot of good stuff going on. Cool, cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Brooke, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us. And uh, where can everybody find you? Love it. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was so much fun. Everybody, follow me. BrookeLewis.com is my press site. Check me out on IMDb. I am always on Twitter at at BrookeLewisLA. Same thing, Instagram, at BrookeLewisLA, and Facebook fan page, at BrookeLewisLA. Thank you guys again. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Back in Philly and Jersey. And we'll talk again in the new year. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you, guys. Great job. Yep. Have a good one, Have a good one. Ciao. Have fun. We will be back with Ryder Doll. All right. For the holidays, we've got an hour with Ryder. I hope you're ready. Where's fucking Slambo? I don't know where fucking Slambo is. Because he's supposed to be here. God damn it. He said he would be here. talking to Ryder, but we might have to. All right. We might need him for something. All right. We'll be back. I hope we don't. Well... I feel this coming in my bones, out my fingertips. They want to know what it feels like drowning now. Something twitches in the air. Welcome to Consensually Speaking with Geo. An adult-themed podcast focused on all things kinky. Sit back, relax, and prepare yourself for some oral bondage. Powders <laughs> flying, you know, everywhere. You're playing whack-a-mole with your dick. <laughs> well, there you have little tidbits just in case you needed oh, yeah. a, we need some, uh, a filler the, uh, the of, outtakes. of creepy <laughs> ways to not hit on people. Usually in my office, and yeah. now, right now, we're in my we're in my bed. You're in bed with Yay! me. Yay! <laughs> But welcome now, to my bed. <laughs> that's going to be the headline now. You know, when I put it up, I will say I was in bed with <laughs> To hear some more Consensually Speaking, go to oralbondage.com or search Consensually Speaking on iTunes or Google Music.
grass tastes so good or something oh, like that. Oh, grass tastes good, yeah. Grass tastes good, yeah. <laughs> Rick Sanchez. <laughs> We're back. We're we are back. back. We're going to begin a call from Ryder. I'm checking to see if I got any texts from this Lamborghini. I don't know oh, where he is. Oh, that bag of shit. What? You don't need him. Tell him no. All right, I'll tell him. It's too late. <laughs> I call him at least which of a happy birthday. No. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't. It's my birthday in two days. Oh, that it is. Happy birthday. Fucking stupid slambos. Uh, and then we have another <laughs> in the front. What's that? <laughs> Somebody else we know has a birthday two days after yours. Who? Mike Jolitz. Oh. I, don't even, I didn't even know that. How do you know God that? Damn, oh. God damn. God damn. God damn. God damn. Robinson Show. Hi. Ryder. What's going on, doll? Hey guys, not too oh, much. Yo, hold on. <laughs> Slim's interrupting your interview calling Slamborghini. Just hang up on him. Just hang up on him. Ah, no, it's fine. No, it's not. Why is he there? Where the fuck is he? He's I'm over. actually uh, about ready to head over. Oh. <laughs> well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> what, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I can't get Okay. Ryder. Twitter's acting stupid. Twitter. Oh my god, you caught him in the act of something. <laughs> yeah, that was, he was jerking off. He was. He is totally just now putting on pants. <laughs> and and hiding the body. He's just hiding that body. <laughs> Ryder You dog. guys. What's going hi. on? What is up, Ryder? Well, how was that was your Halloween. We haven't talked to you since Halloween. Oh, well, first off, I want to say, and I want to apologize, because I have a little bit of a cold, so Aww. if I don't sound like my normal self, that's why. I'd I still don't fuck hear a your difference. Face. I would still fuck your mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said I would still fuck your mouth. And I said I, I don't hear a difference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two appropriate answers. <laughs> um, so wait, what did you ask me? You haven't... How was Halloween? We haven't talked to you since then, cuckoo bird. Oh, how was Halloween? It yeah. Was fu- it was fine. Cool. Um, it wasn't that crazy. Like, I went to a party. Uh, I mean, it was. I didn't go to a party the night of Halloween, I don't think. I think it was, like, that Saturday before. Yeah. Um, I, on a whim, threw a little costume together, and, yeah. Nice. Hung out with friends. No biggie. Nah. Do you, do you <laughs> make people jealous in real life? Because you obviously made some bitch jealous on Twitter <laughs> a little while ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I... Look, this is my life. <laughs> this shit happens to me all the time. They hate like, you because they hate you. I'm a total sweetheart, and some girl thinks I'm, like, coming at her hard or something. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't understand. <laughs> what but, what but, happened? Can, can well, we get, like, a I summary? Tweeted, I tweeted the uh, Rider Reacts poll for Urban Dictionary uh, for Rider Reacts tonight, right. and uh, Rider tweeted... Uh, and I, I, like a dummy during the he show. He didn't tag me. I didn't, he didn't tag, tag me, so I okay. just said, can a girl get a tag? Yeah. And some Joke. some rando fucking bitch. What did she say? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look. There's so much shit. Yeah, she was like, um, 
she was like, oh, if she's going to get a tag, then all the us girls who reply to the poll should get a tag. Is that what she said? I didn't um, even see she that. Was like, and she's she that was like meaningless. fishing for something. Like, I don't know. She's trying to act like I was insecure for not getting a tag. And yes, then but was it's her like, thing. She got the right. Then she offered to send you guys a free video. She said something about I'll send a video. And I just said, no like, thanks. I don't give my shit away for free. I said, no thanks. Did you give her Slambo's email address? But the last thing I said was send Ryder your video and she can review it during her interview later with us. And did she send you a video? No, I haven't received a video from her, but she did say, yes. um, obviously someone <laughs> implying me got all butt hurt over it. I and then saw I replied that. and I said, my butt only gets hurt when Rob spanks me. <sighs> God damn. God damn. That's hot. And did she continue after that? Like, I, I, what? Yeah. Was she still going on or did that like shut her up? Oh my. She's still going. Um, oh my God. This girl for every, like I only responded with like a, with a meme. Like yeah. uh, this meme of like Rihanna is just like a funny thing about a girl throwing shade. And she, and she <laughs> used me, all like, her characters. She used all her characters like <laughs> she, over and over she again. Yeah. Her and characters. she like was like, on a campaign to convince the world that she's like a good person or something. Just a joke. Just a joke. And I I put tee hee. I put LOL tee hee. And then, yeah, again, she's like, she's just going off. Just a joke. Just a a silly joke. Girl, really. I mean, she's she's a cam girl. Just piggybacking. I support other girls in the industry. I never go at other girls on Twitter. Like, I always support people. And I don't know why she came at me on a thing about my own fucking segment on your show. I have no idea. I wanted to ask, too, like, with that kind of thing going on, uh, I'm sure some of your uh, callers follow you on Twitter. Do guys ever get jealous of your interaction with us, like, of you coming on our show or other shows? <laughs> yeah, guys get jealous about everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, would, you would really, it's so funny. I never anticipated getting into, like, the adult industry, you know, doing phone sex that, Guys really are possessive over their like favorite phone sex girl. Like, yeah, yeah, they see me um, on Twitter, and so like I've definitely got questions like, oh, who are those guys? Like, oh, what's that situation? And it's like, well, like I'm on their show and they're my friends, and you know, like whatever. Um, but like, yeah, I get questions about that. I used to tweet like if a guy would give me a gift or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this one guy, like, almost a year ago, bought me tickets to see Hamilton on Broadway. And, I mean, that's like a $2,000 gift. Wow. Holy shit. No joke. Wow. And it's just because I was, like, telling him how bad I wanted to see it. And, he was, and, I, and, like, I'll never in my life be able to afford it. And he was like, oh, well, I'm going to get you tickets right now. And, like, on our call, he ordered me tickets. And I was, like, so excited that I posted about it on Twitter. And... For, like, the next month, I got phone calls from guys being, like, you know, really hurt my feelings when you posted wow. that on Twitter. Um, why are you accepting gifts from other men? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's wow. delusional. That's delusional yeah. what that yeah. is. Yeah, I that's mental illness. I from anybody, first of all. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if they're going to do that, why not? Why not? Wow. Like, like, what the fuck? So, Holy yeah, and, shit. like, I get jealous, guys, over, like, my feedback. Like, if a guy might say, like, oh, I had a great date night with Ryder, um, and his feedback, like, I'll have a caller be like, what's that mean, date night? What did you, like, 
No, it was a call. Like him? I had a call with him. Wow! Like, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy <laughs> shit! Really That's funny. crazy. <laughs> wow! I saw too. You did a. You've done a lot of other interviews. Uh, recently. Uh, <sighs> what was that? Dudes being guys. The Man Brain podcast. Emotions and shit. They're yeah. all. They're all amazing. I was gonna ask too. Oh, thank you. Is it? Is it hard? Because you make everyone different. You make everyone like with new stories <laughs> and shit. Like that's. Is it um, hard? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I mean, I, I have to hand it to, I, I think a lot of the people who I've done interviews with on their shows, they've listened to my past interviews for the most part. So I think, I guess I put it, give them credit because like, I think like you guys as the podcasters are asking me different questions, Okay, you know? Um, but also, I do kind of put a little bit of pressure on myself to try not to tell, like, the same anecdotes <laughs> on every <laughs> podcast, because then yeah. people are going to be like, this bitch is, like, reading off of a script or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I try to try to switch it up a little bit, but I think all of you guys really, like, listen to each other's shows, and it's awesome. Cool. Were you going to say something? I was going to say, that is something I've noticed with uh, other guests we've had where, uh, they'll tell like the same stories. I don't remember it usually in talk to their show and I'm like, Oh right. They told that story the last time they were on, but yeah, so it's gotta right. be hard to like, to really it's, switch it up and yeah. keep it different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you're doing, I mean, I only do like a handful of, sh I've only done like a handful of shows, but uh, some of like the comedians and stuff that are actors and actresses that you guys have on, like they probably are constantly doing interviews. So I try, to, I try like, to come up with a more like laid back, like, getting to know you yeah. type questions. Yeah, like, exactly. Or exactly. something that's like like individual to you, like, you know, craziest thing you've seen. And that's another I had for you. What's the craziest fetish request you've gotten? Uh, who is it? Sarah, last time we talked to her, said some guy had a boxing fetish, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't know if oh, you had anything nuts like that. Oh, my God. I have talked like to that. that guy. I have talked to that guy. The same oh, guy? Really? <laughs> the, the same guy? He just calls all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, he makes his rounds. When, she, I, when I was hearing her on your guys' show talk about it, I, I'm pretty sure I sent her a message like, oh, I know him. <laughs> I know boxing that guy. That old guy. That guy gets, yeah, he boxing makes the rounds. <laughs> what does he do? What does he want to no, do? But, you, know, you? you know what's amazing really about that guy? And like, not to talk about a specific person, but he's very proud of his fetish. I mean, I yeah. would never identify who he is or even know who Slim he is. Slim, Slim McGillicuddy. <laughs> what? Slim. It's what? Slim. It's me. It's Slim. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Well, well what I was saying, you can verify fetish. this. <laughs> it's Slim. Um, he's, this guy has sent me pictures. Um, he has a spare bedroom in his house, and he turned the bed into a boxing ring. And uh -oh, it's like okay. all fetish boxing themes. Like the ropes? There's ropes around the bed? Yes. Yo, yes. that's pretty, yes. pretty, like cool. pretty pimp. Oh my God. And he has all of his gloves on, like hanging from the walls and that's... like pictures of boxing chicks and stuff. It's awesome. That's do, you, cool. do you think when like a girl's riding him, he'll like throw her up against the ropes and shit? Do you think he like fucking punches her titties? Yeah. Like their speed Well, you know, it's funny because like, some guys say like the funniest things and I think that like even some of my regulars who do role play calls like that um, after the call is like sort of done you know the role play is done <laughs> um, sometimes we just laugh because it's so ridiculous <laughs> like, and I think that's one of them like he, he, he sees the humor in it okay. like he'll be like 
he'll be like, I want you to be my boxing bitch. Um, you know, like, he'll be like, tell me a man in your life that you want me to fight for you. And I'm going to be your champ. And then he's like, I want to be your cum champ. And, it's, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, boxing daddy. Your, your cum champ? I'm going to TKO you with my, my balls. What is a cum champ? I mean, yeah, I don't know. That sounds like you, an urban dictionary. How do you get to be a cum champ? Yeah, that needs to be on urban dictionary. <laughs> cum champ. But, um, oh, so, yeah, I've had him, and he's awesome. Cool. But cum there's champ so 2017. many interesting, interesting fetishes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just, and this is not a strange thing, but something that I'm just starting to... Um, get phone calls about are guys who like coerced intoxication and poppers. Like roofies? <laughs> or boofing? I don't know. Like boofing? <laughs> They're like snorting poppers. What's a popper? Like, so like pop you, rocks? <laughs> like those little like things that blow high, up? It's like high energy. I See, I'm not an expert. Like I've been meaning to reach poppers. out to other girls and be like, tell me how to handle these guys. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they Cold want you to like withhold letting them touch themselves until they do a certain amount of shots of whiskey or a 10 count of snorting, whatever they're snorting. And, um, you know, and then like they have to beg to touch themselves and stuff and they get like so crazy fucking off the wall. And it's awesome because it's not like traditional phone sex. Like I don't have to pretend that I'm interested at all. <laughs> like I'm just telling so you. Snort your brains out, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you take so, that yeah, next shot. I mean, I'm just delving into that. And that I mean, that's a very common <laughs> fetish um, wow. that a lot of girls specialize in. Wow. But I've just recently started getting those phone calls, and it's really something I need to do a lot more research into, but I, I love it. I love it. It's it's just fun for me to switch it up from, you know, I'm, I've always been very popular in girlfriend experience and role plays, and sometimes that can get really exhausting emotionally. It's got it. So it's, it's kind of fun it. to just be like, you know what? Take a fucking shot if you want to touch your dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> has a guy ever? Uh, has a guy ever told you he loved you in, in a call? <laughs> yes. Oh yes, it happens often. I think he just walked in. His name is Slambo. Yeah. <laughs> really, Wait, it happens. What? It happens often. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something that happens when. Well, I think there's two things. One, like the guy in the moments? Is who, huh? Like in the moments. Like Yeah, like one is it's in the moment and you're like, oh, someone's making me feel so good and they're like, in that moment they say it. Okay. Yeah. That's an easy one to ignore. But the other one is, um, I've had to have serious conversations with guys when they've like actually been like, I no, I'm in love with you. You're the girl I'm supposed to be with. I'm, I want to come visit you or send you a plane ticket to come visit me. And wow. that's when I have to have a talk about, like, that's not what our relationship is. Like, wow. thank you. That's very flattering. But you don't love me because you don't really know me. And yeah. Yeah. I remember years ago, <laughs> like, we like went in reality. This wouldn't be all. I'm just fucking happy all the time. Pleasing you. Like, of <laughs> course you love that. <laughs> you love that. <laughs> you love the idea. You love the idea. Uh, years ago, I yeah. remember we went with the buddy. I don't know if you went slim, but one of our buddies was going to the military. Um, and we went to, with oh, him uh, to AC and he went to a strip club and he fell in love mm -hmm. with the stripper. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, sex workers of all kinds, it happens. I mean, I think escorts, especially because you're actually physically on a date, like you go out to dinner, Mm. you're going to some nice place, and then you spend like a weekend with a guy in his hotel room, and then like... You know, it's still a transaction. That's another thing, too. I've heard uh, Patrice O'Neill, the late Patrice O'Neill, is a comedian. He used to go down to South America every weekend, and he would get the same prostitute, like, and he would buy her stuff. Like, they would go out, they would look like like a couple all weekend. Yeah. I mean, there's something amazing about that because there are, and like, I do value those guys who come back, like, a lot because. There's something to be said for establishing a relationship with, like, one person and them really knowing you in a way that's not judgmental at all. And it's kind of like an escape from your everyday life. And I can appreciate that they, you know, you know like, I, I do develop feelings in terms of, like, I want that person to do well in their life and I want them to be happy. And I want to think, like, I like them genuinely. But yeah. I also am able to cut off that, like, romantic aspect. And I guess it's because I just see, like, oh, well, there's money being deposited in my bank account. And that's, <laughs> to me, that's not what love is. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, I mean, I can see the confusion. And I think it's really flattering. But I do, when things get serious like that, I do say, like, thank you. I appreciate that. But we have to talk about the fact that, like, you don't really love me. You love the idea of what this is. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't say it back. I don't say it back. <laughs> <laughs> and we know, Ryder, you're, you're open with your sexuality, but was there ever a time in your life that you weren't or even ashamed by it? I mean, probably when I was a toddler. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so um, creepy. That's slim creepy. <laughs> what? So, that's slim, that was slim level creepy. <laughs> slim, slim creepy. Oh that God. was sleepy. I'm sorry. No, that wasn't okay, sleepy. Um, He's creepy. Sleepy Lucas. <laughs> I have to say, I've always been really comfortable with myself. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um... No, I've never really, I mean, of course, everyone is insecure about things, but I really saw a lot of, like, porn and stuff on the internet before I ever started having sex, and I just, like, would watch these videos and be turned on and explore my body, and it was, like, validating to see, like, oh, well, these girls look like me, like, (laughs) you know, not exactly, obviously, (laughs) because I was... (laughs) much younger but i was gonna um, say did you just admit to watching child porn what are you doing oh my god God, this is awful you have to edit this out you know what i mean is this my like all the things are in the right places just not close enough to him he's gonna move closer Ryder, oh real quick, God. before break, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with you. We got you on till uh, 8.30. Do you want to do some Christmas Perfect. trivia? Awesome. Shut his door. He's fucking snoring or talking in there. He's he's a creep. Wait, is Slambo there? Yeah, Slambo's here, but right Sleepy here. Lucas is in his room, like, snarling at oh. online Gorgatron players. What's that? Wait, is he jerking off to this interview right I now? I think he's jerking off in there, yes. <laughs> Tell him to message that girl on Twitter and to get her video. (laughs) (laughs) I got some uh, Christmas trivia. You can play against the guys. Uh, They got shit to do. Slim's got the buzzer, and then Pete's got a bell. Can you can you guys hear me? 
Yes. Yes. yes, yes unfortunately, we can... unfortunately, we can hear you, Slambo. <laughs> no, you'll hear how me. are you oh going Ryder, how are you going to uh, buzz in? Are you going to say Ryder, or what are you going to no. do? No. Last time I said beep, beep. Beep, beep. Okay. Right. That's all right. <laughs> right? So. Isn't that what I did? Yes. I think it is what yes. I did, right? Yes. Yes. Did you do something else? No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, but, okay, so last time I have to, wait, before we start. Yes. Can I just say, last time when we did the Halloween trivia, I sounded like a little brat. <laughs> <laughs> not that I am not a little brat. You are I'm a brat. And I'm very competitive, and I, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but I couldn't hear you guys, like, fully. So when I was like, that was me. I really thought it was me. <laughs> oh, so somebody else. I really else... thought I was first somebody, uh, in beeping in. So you, I didn't want to trying to throw a little girl fit. You were. You were, you were first. <laughs> Just to let you know. Well, Slim won last, Slim won last time in the trivia, correct? Oh. Yeah. Or no, Ryder won. I don't know won. much about Ryder won. Christmas. So. Oh, no, but I'm saying Slim won the last time, right? I think so. I don't oh. know. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he did. I, I think, think so. Yeah. All right, well, this yeah. this is some Christmas trivia. You don't know much about Christmas? I don't know a lot about Jesus, but I'll do my best. Well, <laughs> I don't know what kind of all right. <laughs> all right, what, what, uh, what Norse god did Hitler have replaced Santa in the Nazi regime? Oh. Um. Are you, North? Are you buzzing God? in, Slambo? He's ra- Slambo's raising his hand. <laughs> oh, we, my God. I don't know if we should answer that or not. I'm smiling. We have to figure out when, whenever you buzz in, we'll, we'll call on you. So you still no, have a chance no, 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 to get no. it. What Norse God did Hitler replace Santa with mm. in the Nazi regime? <laughs> it's just a, No idea. It's just a fun. Does anyone know this? Slambo buzzed in. in. I'm going to take see. a wild guess. I'm going to say Thor, the mighty Thor. I'm waiting on a sound effect to start playing if it, if it ever does. We'll, 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 we'll hear it in a, in five minutes. You no, know, he was swinging his mighty hammer. No, no, it was it was Odin. It okay, was Odin. you were close. I might have known. I, the father. I, I was the dad. Yeah, the dad. There it goes. There it goes. There's the buzzer. All right, all right. So Slambo's got a strike. Let's see. So does he have negative now? Yes, he's got negative. He's like an inverted penis. Like it's it's when you have no! like it's so cold it like goes inside you. That's what Slambo has right now. No! It's like a, it's like a uh, no. That that's not exactly. <laughs> what Christian group banned Christmas in Boston from 1659 to 1681? Slambo, the oh. the Puritans. Yeah, bitch. Slambo yep. got one. Did you know okay. that, Ryder? I did. I oh. didn't get. I, I second guessed myself, so it was that hesitation, you know, ah. when you like don't want to be the one in class who gets the wrong answer, so well, you don't raise your hand. Here's one. <laughs> just just go with your gut instinct on this one because this one is who is Rob's favorite Jesus? Is it baby Jesus, Italian Jesus, Black Jesus, or Japanese? <laughs> 
Slim. <laughs> that was Tours. Japanesus. Yes. How did you know? Oh Japanesus <laughs> is my favorite Jesus. Japanesus is awesome. You die on cross oh for, for your I sin. I mean, how could that not be? Your I, know. I know. I know. <laughs> I am so awful at this shit, you guys. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Early Christians were so intrigued by what group of savages that they incorporated their uh, traditions into Christmas. Mm. Savages. What group of uh, savages? Uh, wait, beep, beep. Ryder. <laughs> Native American? <laughs> That's a good one. I want to give you a bell. <laughs> but it was wrong. It was wrong. <laughs> No, so I love you, Native Americans. You're not savages. You're special people. It wasn't the the Visigoths, was it? Is either the Goths or the or the the Celtic people? Stop going so deep, fuckers. <laughs> I'm really like, reaching. I don't even know these things that you're talking about. Just, just okay. pagans. Just say pagan. Pagans. That might have been it's close. Like <laughs> None of these girls are smart either, Ryder. You have no competition. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say? I'm a, I'm a dummy? <laughs> no, I'm just calling them girls. Okay. That's good. how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling us girls. <laughs> what, what modern day country was St. Nicholas born in? Slambo! He was born in Greece. Wrong! Oh, wow. oh, wait, no, I knew that one. No, <laughs> no, no. It's too late. It's Turkey. It's Turkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, give everyone else the answer. Anyone else? Slim or Ryder? <laughs> Oh, I didn't hear what he said. Now I feel even stupider. <laughs> Ryder. Slim. <laughs> it's huh? turkey. No, it was turkey, and nobody's getting the point. Oh, because turkey. You're an asshole. Turkey. You're an asshole. <laughs> you are. I was trying to save it. No, <laughs> you weren't. What? Save what? <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What company created uh, the red and white dressed Santa Claus? What company? Yes. What corporation? <laughs> what conglomerate? Oh my slim. God, what the fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> am I really? <laughs> that, was, that was Slim. <laughs> uh, the Hallmark Corporation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> beep beep. Ryder. Beep beep. Um. <laughs> Macy's. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Slimbo, you got a guess? Maybe Coca-Cola because he's a. I. I. I I'm, I'm oh really? It was Coca-Cola. Coca I, I took a stab. Coca-Cola. You took dark. a stab with your meat shank and, and, and it worked <laughs> out. It was Coca-Cola. Right? Yes. Yes. Coca-Cola. Omg. What? Yeah, they invented oh the red and white Santa as I an ad sure. campaign. He's. He's a genius with a penis. I'm. That's why. That's how you. With an inverted penis. Yes, with an inverted penis. <laughs> Biggest goddamn inverted penis you've ever seen. <laughs> it's so never far seen. up in him. You've never it's... seen. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh my God. In the God. early in the early 1800s, gingerbread houses were inspired by what famous fairy tale? Uh, beep, 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 beep. Ryder. Hansel and Gretel. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone's got one right now. Everyone's got one. And everyone's got a strike. Oh. Ooh. Okay. What kind of pizza did Kevin Miss McAllister want in Home Alone? Oh. Mm. 
Mm. Slim? Mm. Pepperoni pizza? Mm-mm. Well, beep, beep. Ryder! Beep, beep. Extra cheese? I'm wrong. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. I can't it remember. was almost right. Was it just cheese? If it's just cheese, I should. It was just cheese. You got the point. Ryder got the point. Ryder got the point. Wait, no, but you didn't give it to Slambo. I didn't say anything. All right. Well, here's here's a bonus question for Home Alone. What were the names of the burglars? What was their names? Oh, Oh, um, uh, beep, beep. Ryder. Oh, fuck. The... Wet bandits. Yes! Holy shit! Very good, Ryder. <laughs> Don't they become the sticky bandits? I, I think it's they do. I, th- I think they do. All right. I, almost call- I was, yeah, no, I, that is hilarious. Okay. In, 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 in Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, who did the original oh. introduction to the movie? Mm. I don't know that at all. Oh, man. The original intro. Like the intro um, of the movie. Beep, 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 Ry- beep. Ryder. Johnny Depp. No. It's a good guess, though. <laughs> he was a Starfleet captain. Why are you giving away answers? Oh. It's a hint. It's a hint. Oh, well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Slim. William Shatner. <laughs> he was a Starfleet captain. He was. He was. <laughs> That's been three his, strikes and you're out. Must have been the other one. All right. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot. That was the first one that came to mind. Patrick too, Stur- for- Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> All right. I've never seen out. that movie. You should. It's 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 good. It's good. My yeah. kids have seen it. They they love it. Huh? <laughs> All right. One of my favorite scenes, uh, favorite Christmas movies, I'm sorry, is Gremlins. Mm. And who voiced Gizmo? Is, is what? Is what? I didn't hear that. Gremlin, Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh, okay. Who voiced uh, Gizmo in Gremlins? Hmm. No idea. Mm. What decade was that? Was that 80s, 80s. or 90s? It was, it was 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like late 80s, right? That's what I was thinking, like 86 or 80. I think the original was earlier. I think the sequel was <clears> late <throat> 80s. Okay. God, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Deal or no deal? <laughs> this is great radio. We're all just silent. Deal or no deal? <laughs> oh. It's the same um, bitch that did E.T. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Slambo, two strikes. Uh, uh, oh. It was Howie Mandel. Deal or no deal? Jesus fucking oh, Christ! Yes. I, don't well, know I that. totally knew it, but I can't I answer because I'm out. I know you're out. <laughs> <laughs> On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave me what? Um. Oh. Slambo's <laughs> facial expression. I'm trying to think of the song. Um, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. It's um, the last day. 
It's okay, Ryder, because like your ums are like in sync with Slambo just shaking his head and looking down. So... <laughs> He's got his face in his palm right now. <laughs> can't even. And his finger in his ass. No, both fingers are accounted for. <laughs> uh, uh, beep beep. Ryder. I don't. I, this is wrong. Late twelve ladies dancing. I, it's wrong. Oh, you were close. You were close. That's three strikes, though, doll. I keep thinking. I keep thinking of it when she says beep beep because beep beep Richie. Beep beep, beep Richie. <laughs> Slambo, you got a guess? Um, uh, milkmaids. No, <laughs> you're all twelve drummers drumming. Twelve drummers drumming. I had a couple oh, of those. Really? Yes. What? How many sizes did the Grinch's uh, heart slash wiener grow? Slambo! <laughs> two sizes. No, you fucking I thought idiot. it was. It wasn't two sizes too small? <laughs> Three sizes, I thought. Oh, maybe. But you didn't let us guess. No, Ryder. Slambo did. Oh, oh sl uh, Slambo did. What's oh, your guess, Ryder? Right? No, no, he got, he got it wrong. wrong. He's yeah, got it wrong. Oh. What, what was your answer, Ryder? <laughs> I didn't have one, but I wanted a chance. You, uh, here's your chance. You, you got your chance. Okay, what? <laughs> How many sizes did the Grinch's heart grow? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want you to give it to me, no. I'm not giving you nothing. Not giving you nothing. Huh? You already said the answer. I did, but you said you didn't hear it. No, I did hear it. You said three. <laughs> Two? Two. <laughs> No, that was my crap. <laughs> that what, is cheater. What department store was featured in the movie Elf? Wait, what, what? What department store was featured in the movie Elf? Beep, beep. Ryder? Macy's. Oh. You really like Macy's. It was another department store. Anyone else? Uh, Slimbo. <laughs> Sears. No. <laughs> All right, come on. We narrowed the, we narrowed it down, Slambo. Um, Kmart. <laughs> it was a department store, is it? It was Gimbals. Gimbals. Yes. What the fuck is a Gimbal? The original, one of the originals. One of the originals. No, I'm too young for that shit. Never heard of that in my life. You've right? never seen Elf? I, I never did. No, of course I've seen Elf. I've never heard of that department store, though. <laughs> i never seen Elf. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. That You've never up. seen Elf? I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it because people are always playing it, but I've never, like, what sat down and watched Elf. With your life? <laughs> pretty, pretty much nothing. Depression drinking. <laughs> no! You gotta fucking see Elf and get on Match.com. <laughs> get on Match.com. What, what, Ryder, what, do, what is your opinion of that? Do you think she's right? Do you think that uh, yeah. I have a better chance on a, on a page? site why do you think that is absolutely i i agree i mean i'm not an expert at all on like dating sites um but i thought her i thought her advice to you sounded fucking amazing like right. i think she's totally right that um people who are willing to pay are gonna take it more seriously and i think on like those free sites girls are probably getting so oversaturated with things that they're not even probably even reading your messages that they're not responding to like it's not like they're probably not reading it and going, oh, this guy, whatever. Like, they're probably not even reading it or ever logging onto that site again. <laughs> mm. Like, but if you're paying for it, girls are going to, you're all going to take it more seriously, I think. Nice. I think you should try it. 
Yeah, maybe I will. Right. Yeah. Ryder, you're uh, awesome, Slim. You're fucking awesome. <laughs> you are on a fucking great radio show. You're funny. Like, you're handsome. Fucking have confidence, okay? All right. Oh, I'm turning bright like, red. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, seriously. yeah. What do you think about me? Ryder, yeah. can we take a quick break? Can we take a quick break? <laughs> Real quick. I would wait till date three to pull out the drizz. <laughs> yeah, you don't think that's you don't, the drizz. you don't think that's date one material? Whoa, drizz. Yo, what the fuck? Whoa. Who invited this faggot? Yo, fuck you, you fucking surfer douchebag. Fuck you. Get off the fucking mic. Get off the fucking mic, you fucking surfer douchebag. Fucking smoke some pot. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back. Alright? Okay. Alright, I gotta piss and smoke. So <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Because the Drizz is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drizzmas. <laughs> hold on, Ryder. Hold on the line, okay? Okay. Of course. Thank you. Hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah. You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to EmbraceTheWorld.Design. Ah, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this, I know. It's EmbraceTheWeird.Design and check it out, bro. Yeah! Robinson Show. Ryder, are you still there? Ryder. Ryder. I am. I'm here. Ah, you're the best. You're the best. Okay. <laughs> you got a choice right now, Ryder. I was going to ask if you could tell okay. us a Christmas story, but would you rather, like, would you? Would you tell us a Christmas story, and then do you want to wrap the interview up with, with the Drizz wrapping to you, or do you want the Drizz to wrap yeah. to you to get you ready for the Christmas story? Fuck. Um, Choices. I kind of I kind of want to do my story, and then yeah. have the Drizz uh, All right, you all don't right. Get I see how on. it is. I see how it is. You don't want to get Drizz on before yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the back burner. No, I figured you would be like That's because Wavy's here. That's just because Wavy's here. You want to tell your story first. <laughs> oh, they love the surfboard, shut the fuck dude. Up. <laughs> All right. Yo, so shut the fuck up and let the girl tell her story. <laughs> Ryder, uh, do, you, yeah. do you want to tell us the name of the story and then and then go into it? Or how do sure. you want to do this? Um, let me just say a couple things first. Okay. Um, okay, the story is called Dear Santa. And it is a variation of a story that I do have for sale on Night Flirt. Um, but I do just want to point out, Night Flirt does have like a, um, a term of service mm. where you're not allowed to say certain things. Um, so sometimes like on my interviews and stuff, I do talk about things that I probably wouldn't talk about on night floor and I just want to make that clear just in case any fucking people are out there trying to like get me banned from the site I work on uh, after they hear a story like this okay okay <laughs> I just want to make that clear um also yeah hopefully it won't offend anyone but if it does too bad okay go fu- they can go <laughs> fuck themselves if it does exactly alright All right. um so it's called Dear Santa whenever you're ready I can start yeah Slim you gonna meet us yeah I'll meet us okay Uh, Ready, go. Okay. Dear Santa, as Christmas Day gets closer and closer, I had to let you know I've been thinking about you, and I'm so excited to see what you're going to bring me this year. You've always been so, so good to me, but I'm worried that maybe this year I've made it onto your naughty list. Since you've been watching me all year long... You know why. 
So what's it going to be, Santa? Have I been bad or good? Just to remind you of some of my favorite events from the year, I'm going to remind you of Easter morning. You must have been watching when Daddy told me to stop being a lazy girl and to get out of bed so we won't be late for church. But I didn't listen. Instead, <laughs> I stayed in bed playing with the toy that you brought me last Christmas. You know, the really, really big one. It was called the bunny. You know, since it was called the bunny, I figured you intended for me to use it on Easter morning. But when Daddy found me in bed with my legs shaking and my sheets all soaking wet, I knew I was in big, big trouble. He made me kneel over his lap for a great big spanking on my little booty. My cute little bum was all sore and red, and it hurt so bad as I tried to sit through Easter Mass, which only made Daddy more upset and earned me another really hard punishment later that night after Mommy went to sleep. Even though I know I am on the naughty list this year, Santa, I'm hoping you've seen the times that I've been a good girl. For example, earlier this year, I saw an ad on TV, and it said that during the holiday season, it's a time when so many people are lonely and they're in need. So it's best to not think about what we can receive, but to think about what we can give to others. So in the true spirit of Christmas, I've become a very generous giver this holiday season. You'll be so proud of me. All year I was so selfish, receiving, receiving, and receiving all the time. For the last few weeks, I've been extra giving to those in need. Like my professor, for example. He just separated from his wife, so he's not going to be with any of his family this holiday season. <sighs> with that giving spirit rushing through me, <laughs> before heading home for Christmas break, I paid him a visit to his office. When I got there, I got down on my knees, and I offered tons of joy and cheer. I swear, Santa, he was so grateful. He patted me on the head, and he told me what a good little giver I'd become. He also told me he had so many friends in need who could use some giving this year as well. So the next night, we had a huge donation drive where all of his friends in need gathered at his house, and I gave and I gave and I gave. Over and over and over again. Some of the men, I even gave to you twice. <laughs> See how generous I've become, Santa? Seeing all those smiling faces allowed me to see just how fantastic it can feel when you give to others. I really hope you're watching, Santa. I know what you're thinking, though. Even though I did something good, it still doesn't make up for what happened last week when I visited you at the mall. I'm so sorry for what happened. I didn't mean to make Mrs. Claus so angry at me. While I was sitting on your lap, telling you what I wanted for Christmas this year, it <laughs> totally slipped my mind that I forgot to put panties on that morning. So when Mrs. Claus went to take our picture <laughs> and I opened my leg and wiggled around in your lap. <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt her feelings. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I think she's the one who should be on the naughty list this year. Calling me a slutty homewrecker and calling you a filthy pig of a perv in front of all those kids waiting in line to meet you? That wasn't very nice. 
It was so selfish of her to think of only herself. I mean, all the daddies in line seemed to really enjoy the picture we took together. So I don't know what the big deal was. I have an idea, though. Let's ban Mrs. Claus from spending Christmas night waiting by the fireplace this year. Instead, we should lock her in the stable where all the reindeer live. Since you and the reindeer will be busy all night long, we can let the elves have their way with her. I mean, they've worked so, so hard this year. Those elves deserve extra Christmas joy, too, this year, don't they, Santa? See how thoughtful and sweet I am? Always thinking of others and not just myself. So, Santa, please visit me this Christmas. Even if all I can get from you this year is a big, black, thick lump of coal in my little stocking, I'll sleep so soundly knowing that you slid down my chimney and that you came for me like you always do. Please come for me, Santa. I look forward to your coming every single year. Merry Christmas. Love your flirty doll, Ryder. Awesome. So wow. fucking hot. <laughs> Very good. Wow. I'm going to go in the bathroom and the drizz is going to wrap to you. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Ryder. <laughs> Fuck. What? I said Merry Christmas, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> Can the drizz wrap after that? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know if he would have ruined yours or if you would have ruined his. Let's find out. <laughs> Yo, 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 what is going on, Ryder? My name's the Driz. I'm not sure if you know that. Um, I'm single. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone knew that, dude. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who the fuck brought this guy in here? I invited Wavy. Oh, you're just a fucking dick. You're a fucking asshole. Fuck you, Wavy. Fuck you, Wavy. Yo, yo, yo. So I wrote this rap for you, Ryder. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Here it goes. I'm, I'm gonna ready. drop this. I'm ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, somebody give me a beat. Yo, 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 my name is Driz, and I'm talking to this girl named Ryder, and she's got a really sexy voice, and I like girls with sexy voices, because sexy voices just kind of sound really cool in my eardrums, yeah, yeah, sexy voices sound really cool in my eardrums, yeah, yeah, Ryder doll, Ryder doll, she talks to people on the phone about sex, and it makes my eardrums feel good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for him, Ryder? <laughs> what did you say? What? Was that as good for you as it was for his eardrums? <laughs> that was amazing. I take it back. Driz should definitely show up on date one. <laughs> <laughs> should he go on? A, should he go on a date or a day? Should he go on a whole day as the Driz? What, what is sad is that I would probably oh. feel more confident if we did a show bit where I did a date you, as like the Driz oh. the whole time. Like, like, like I probably he get laid. <laughs> More like easier as the Driz. I, I think the Driz That's could probably amazing. get more pussy than I ever could. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking see, use that shit to your advantage. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
You gotta work with the tools you're given. <laughs> <laughs> but he might like he might fuck with me. He might tell me like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this for you," and then he just like fucking not say anything because the Drizz does no, shit like gotta, that. Sometimes you gotta believe so, in the Drizz. Sometimes the Drizz. Sometimes the Drizz. Yeah, the Drizz doesn't like that. Only Slim likes The Drizz doesn't like that. Slim only Slim lets down. You can't start second guessing your like alter ego. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome! <laughs> yeah, I saw Wavy. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, Wavy? You Whoa. got a fucking rap for her? I don't rap, dude. I surf. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what about Frankie? What about Frankie? Yeah, yeah, Frankie, my boy. What's up, Frankie? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frankie hey, does everything. Hey, Frankie. Hey, Ryder. <laughs> uh, Ryder. You, oh, my God. You want to make out or something? <laughs> I can't talk to Frankie. I can't. I can't talk to Frankie. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, just can't. <laughs> I can talk to you, baby. You just, yeah. just calling for Oh, me. yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I can talk to you all night. <laughs> I, I have to bring I, I have to bring this up with, with these guys because like they've both like Rob and uh, Slambo have done characters way before I have and I just picked up the Drizz like recently ah and he's a noob yeah. he's a noob dude, dude it for me it like it starts taking on a life of its own yeah, it's almost dude. like a real fucking ah. person like it's it's fucking weird oh, I don't know it if, is yeah I've yeah. said it before like, that's awesome yeah. that's <laughs> awesome like, like I actually like, after you're done with the show do you like look at yourself in the mirror and you're like wait who's that St. <laughs> Ron Burlington is I think I yeah I think Ron will be here later his tonight his bottle glasses and his, <laughs> his gray mustache it's amazing Cheese might even be here too Cheese his old co-host might be here as well so we might oh have we might have Frankie wait. the Drizz Ron and Cheese oh later wow tonight, that's so. a big one yeah <laughs> and Sleepy oh Lucas God. it is a, a big one Slim <laughs> Ryder, we have to wrap this up, oh, wow. but it's been fucking amazing. Yeah. I got pre cum in my my shorts. So you've done you've Yo, done and amazing. my eardrums feel fucking amazing. Yo, I didn't say that. What the fuck you putting words in my mouth for? He thought it was surf Shut wax. Shut the fuck up. He Shut thought the fuck it was up. your dick, wavy. <laughs> Oh my god. No, I just say my eardrums feel good. No, there's no jizz in there. <laughs> Ryder, where can everybody find That's you? That's what I'm here for. Making your eardrums feel good. Hold, hold on a sec, Ryder. We got a call. Robin Slip Show. What? Hold on, we got a call. Oh. Rob Robin Slip Show. Robin Slip Show. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Uh, hi, who is, is this? this? Is this Joni? Where do you think it is? <laughs> it's Joni. You're Ryder, still alive? This is this is Slambo's ex girlfriend, Joni. I am alive. Stop it. <laughs> what? How are you, sweetie? Who are you talking to, Good. Slambo? I, I'm talking to all of you, sweet cheeks. <laughs> oh wow. How are you, Joni? You know I'm I better. Why? What's oh, going on, Joni? What's wrong, Joni? What, what are you dying out, Joni? Ah, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, 
<laughs> I put dad in the dumps playing what? with myself. Yeah, well, how come? Why are you down in the dumps? I know why you're playing with yourself, but... Well, I kind of had a hemorrhoid the size of a grapefruit that I just, uh... <laughs> been hanging around for a while. How'd you get rid of that? <laughs> but anyway... What is happening? Better. <laughs> what is happening? What is so happening? I'm calling in because I no. hear like... Slambo's 30th birthday today. Slambo's 30? You're 30, Slambo. I just turned 30. What? Wow. It's your birthday today, Slambo? Yeah, yeah, 30 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Thank you. (laughs) Dirty 30. Dirty 30. What are you going to do for his dirty 30, Joni? Oh, she's going to do everything. I was going to play Santa Claus and come down his chimney. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. Hold on. Hold on real quick, Joni. Hold on one second. Ryder, where can everybody find you? Everybody can find me on RyderDoll.com, NightFlirt.com, and at FlirtRyderDoll on Twitter. And, of course, on Ryder Reacts every Wednesday on the Robin Flim Show. Thank, awesome. thank you, Ryder. <laughs> thank you, Ryder. Thank you. Merry Christmas, thank you Ryder. Thank you so much. Thank you. Merry Talk Christmas. You yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, <laughs> doll. <laughs> and I'm going to go. Bye. We're, we're going to go on break, but I think we should leave Slambo and Joni. <laughs> I do agree. To they, celebrate his birthday. They haven't him. talked to each other in a very in long, a time. long time. In a long time. So this oh, is a, a recognition, a re- reunion of a some reunion. sort. <laughs> So uh, you guys enjoy yourselves. Where you been? Uh, where you been all all this time, uh, Joey? Uh, in someone's kitchen, <laughs> laying on their floor naked, <laughs> trying to uh, sweep up crumbs for dinner. Oh man, you should have just come over to my floor. I would have uh, shoveled some crumbs. <laughs> Yeah, your- I, I like the, the the ones under the cushions, the <laughs> ones where you find like an old Roloid. Oh, those are the best. A lifesaver. I might have a a half of a lifesaver covered with cat hair somewhere around here too. <laughs> oh, that that's like a treat. <laughs> well, I I, I, I do like to, I do like to give you treats, Joni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've also been, uh, I've picked up quite a coin collection. Oh, really? That's fascinating. Uh, Tell us about uh, your coin collection. <laughs> well, it was while I was looking for crumbs to eat. <laughs> so I found all these coins in between cushions and under seats, and they're all covered in gunk and stuff, and I just, I just licked all this stuff off. Oh. Okay. So now I have these, so now I have these pure, polished, Capper coins and pennies and quarters that I uh, I cleaned with my mouth. Oh, nice! Did they taste like good? Like, was it a really good taste? Is it a good flavor? It tastes like the bottom of an old lady's purse, but uh, I'm okay. Okay, you don't like the taste of, of uh, the bottom of an, of an old lady's purse? I do. What the hell are you talking? Oh, about? all right. I wasn't sure. You sound a little upset about it. You're like, eh, it could have been better. That's like how I interpreted it. What about those bus pills, Joni? You, you still, you see, you still getting those uh, bus pills down? Joni's or? got bus pills. 
Butt pills. No, 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 the bus pills. Bus pills. I've never heard of that. No, you never heard of bus pills? You get free drugs on the, uh... On the, you just got to take the bus to Atlantic City, specifically the New Jersey Transit, and you can yeah. get free, <laughs> free drugs, free prescription drugs. Pills. They're, They're called everywhere. bus pills. I can just go down to, I can just go down to Baltimore City. <laughs> so what are you? So Joni, what are your plans for uh, Christmas this year? Uh, I don't know. Go fuck homeless kids against their will in the middle of the night. Uh, that doesn't sound right and like morally wrong. Well, you should yeah, go and fuck the Drizz against his will yeah, in the you. middle of the night. He fuck needs you. to get laid, fuck, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call back later. I think someone else wants to call in. Oh, okay, all right. You, all right. you have a good one, Joni. It was good to hear from you. Yeah. It's been a while. We Better. missed, we missed Happy you. Happy birthday, PJ. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joni. We missed you, you Joni. No, my, I all right, talk to you later. <laughs> you just gonna, is she going to just call again? <laughs> <laughs> so you saw Star Wars? Yeah, I did. You liked it? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was somebody else is calling. Robin Slim Show. Hey, this is Ryan. What's going on, Yo, Ryan? What's going on, bro? Hey guys. How you been, what's man? Up? Not much. It's good to hear from you. We haven't heard from you in like forever. What's been going on? Uh not too much, man. Just working. Yeah. And uh mostly playing a lot of video games lately and uh all right, hold on, hold on for yeah, a minute. That's been about it. Ryan, we're probably going to have to let you go because we actually have uh, a, an interview to take in a minute here. Uh, Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Drew McEnany. Hey, man, uh, just uh, stay on the line. We're going to be with you in a minute. We're uh, sitting down. Ryan, we will uh, love to hear from you again. We're going to yes. have to let you go now, all right, man? All right, yeah, hit me up sometime when you want me to call in. Yeah, definitely. All right, bro, have a Merry Christmas, dude. All right, you too, and happy 30th. Oh, thanks, man. All right, take care, Ryan. Cool. Oh, oh sorry, man. No, that's cool. We got Ryan and Joni all in one night. Oh, wow. Robin Slip Show, we're back. Drew, Drew McCanny, you on the, you on the phone? Hey, guys, how are you? Sorry, Drew so McCannany. It's McEnany, actually. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I suck twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a name that's like needs to be said out loud to kind of make sense. It's like McConaughey, like Matthew McConaughey. I got a lot of shit for it in high school, but I'm over it now. So All right. <laughs> you're an actor, you're from Philly. Are are you in uh in Hollywood uh currently? I so I am in Philly right now for Christmas, actually. Cool. So um, yeah, I'm originally from Philly as well, and I do live in Hollywood. But yeah, I just took the red eye last night, which sucks. Don't ever do that if you don't have to. Um, but uh, but yeah, home for the holidays, ready for this freaking cold weather. I don't know how you guys still deal with it, but uh, it's actually warm today. Like that's it had gotten really cold, then it got like two days before this, it was really warm. Yeah. Today is cold compared to that, but. 
I don't know where I don't know about Philly, Drew, but he, we're on the Jersey Shore out by like LBI. It's like a damp oh, cold. It's like yeah, a man. damp cold. It goes right through you, man. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. I have. Oh. We actually have. My family has houses in Sea Isle, so I know that like cold weather. Like when you're down there, why when you're down by the shore in the winter, like, you're like, why am I here? This doesn't feel right. But it's like a it's like a hurt. It hurts that it's that cold. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. It can even be like 40s or whatever here, and just with the dampness, it, it kills yeah. you. It kills it, you. Sucks. Yeah, but when I'm coming back, LA it was like 85 when I came over yesterday. Drew, you're true. Drew, 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 you're crackling Crackle. a little bit. Just a little bit. A lot. I don't know what it is. I'm in a really crappy area actually right now. You guys might not be able to hear me. It's just, it's just a real crackling on the phone, dude. You want to try calling right back? Well, that's yeah, better. Try now. How is it now? That's is it a lot better. Fucking yeah. perfect, dude. Much better. There we go. That's what I get for Apple products. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all right, dude. Fucking Microsoft. Microsoft sucks too. My computer has been giving me nothing but shit for like two weeks, dude. Mm. So I don't know. Technology. What's yeah. <laughs> Fucking technology sucks. What um? What sucks? What's your recent movie? Uh, I think Brooke mentioned it earlier. Half New Year. Yeah, half new year. We just got finished shooting uh, right around Thanksgiving. Uh, a tiny little dramedy um, that I wrote with my co-writer Georgia Manitis, and it's a little Hollywood story, but it's got some some East Coast roots. Um, yeah, we shot for a wild bunch of days. Had the best time ever. We're on this kind of like like high right now. We're just so proud and excited and can't wait to like talk about it for people to see it and stuff. So, uh, cool. it's really, really exciting. When is it coming out? So we're right now we're in post. We don't know. That's the joy when you make a little indie movie that you, you know, uh, self finance, you get to kind of pick and choose what you want to do with it. So we're at this point right now where it's like, you can take meetings and find distributors, but personally, I kind of want to do the festival thing. Like I yeah. love to have a movie at Sundance or South by Southwest and then kind of have it play and catch an audience and then do something really cool on like, you know, out in the theaters or video on demand and yeah. who knows? It's tough. <clears throat> it's a tough business, but it's, it's really exciting when you get to do your first movie for sure. That's what I was wondering. Like, what's the next step? What do you, how, where do you go once you get it, once you get it finally filmed and all? Yeah. So you, the, the normal thing is, you know, once it's filmed, you, you start holding kind of screenings for distributors, right? So you like, be like, oh, hey, to, you know, Lionsgate or whatever, say like, hey, we have this movie, do you want to come see it? Um, or here's a screener, do you want to you want to put it out for us, whatnot? And then from there, they'll, they'll take it. A lot of times it gets kind of lost in the fold, unfortunately. Wow. Um, they kind of come out and they, they don't see them. So what we're trying to do, we're trying to do with this one is get it to the festivals, get it in like a pretty good audience, get some press on it. And then um, we we hope and pray and cross our fingers that it's going to be like the next Daisy Confused because that's kind of the, the vibe that we had when we were writing it and filming it. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you guys like Daisy Confused? Love it. Have, have you guys movie. seen it? I actually never seen oh Daisy Confused. Oh, my God, I want to see the sequel, Why? too. Everyone. I never saw the sequel, but when it came out, dude. I love the sequel, too. Oh, my God. I was a uh, senior, I think. Senior, junior, or senior in high school. And, oh, my God, I can't tell you how many times I've watched that movie. Such a great movie. It's just, it had such an influence on me as a kid. Like, I would watch it over and over again. I think Slater. I had a of it. Obviously. Slater was the best. <laughs> 
Yeah, Slater, man. I actually saw him at a party one time in Hollywood. It was like, bro, but I was like wasted. It was highly <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> and he was kind of like, okay, dude. Yeah, Slater was cool, but um, can you leave now? And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> bro, yeah. Totes, totes, Slater, Slater side. It's like, I'm not really Slater, guy. That's my problem if I ever go to Hollywood parties, too. I get, like, too drunk and then go up to people that I'm fans of. Like, bro, that movie's so good. They're like, oh, can you leave me alone now, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Drew. <laughs> don't don't drink in public. Don't drink at Hollywood parties. I think that's what you should come away with. Is, but, that, what it, yeah. is that the lesson here? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't learned it, though. I'm still doing it. I've been in yeah. LA for eight years, and I'm just getting like drunker and drunker oh, at parties. That's how I think I'd be. I, I don't think I'd ever learn that lesson. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It's not a lesson to learn. It's more like just maybe don't take all those shots and just like... <laughs> with beer <laughs> yeah i don't know some nights some nights you need the shots bro some nights you need that you do unless you have to wake up early next day but yeah you know, then just keep doing them when you get up i'm just kidding my mom's <laughs> listening mom, 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 mom. so is mine and a lot of the feedback i get from my mom is like you drink too much <laughs> you drink too much <laughs> yeah i think we all we all kind of drink too much i wonder if that's an east coast thing though because sometimes i'll just be like yeah it's friday night like why aren't we drinking everyone's like what What's what's wrong with you? I'm like, what do you mean? What's wrong with me? It's Friday night. Why, why am I? It's why, eight o'clock. I should well, be like definitely wasted. agree with that. Why do you need a drink, Drew? <laughs> what's wrong? In I I'm not drinking now either. I'm watching you guys down beers. And I'm like, super right. jealous. But <laughs> come back, Drew. Drew, we're like 40 minutes away, bro. We're, we're... yeah. I'll, just, I'll start driving. Yeah, <laughs> get over it, Drew. The LBI. I need a ride home, Drew. Come on, come on, bro. Oh, all right. I will, I'll tell you a little, a little Drew trivia that you probably don't give a shit about. But when I thought I was oh, a rebellious 18 year old. I got my ears pierced in LBI because I was, thought I was cool. Nice. That's cool. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. That is cool. Man. Where at in LBI? Yeah. Like, what's the name of the place? I I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, like, the Sam Bar. Like, the name of every place. Sure. Slambo's Pierce Shack. That's exactly. Yeah. There it was. That's where it happened. But I remember, like, getting them. They got infected. I took them out. Don't get your ears pierced at Slambo's. Yeah, he'll, he'll always give you an infection, Drew. Don't trust that guy. <laughs> oh, God. He's don't our go intern. He's our intern now. You, <laughs> right. you don't so, want a piercing by him, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but didn't you just didn't you just turn thirty today? Isn't your thirtieth? Yeah, 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 thirtieth. Yeah, yes. I will. I will tell you the secret to thirty because I just turned thirty not that long ago. Oh, um, lucky bastard. Thirty feels a lot like twenty nine, so yeah. you're good. Yeah, it, do, cool. it really does. Uh, forty feels, feels a lot like halfway good. to death, bro. Oh, oh man, feels like oh forty right, is don't rough. Have to hit forty, then don't get to forty, bro. <laughs> All right. It's actually I've heard the opposite of that. People are like, yeah, the forties are your best time of your life. I'm like, really? Shit, what have I been doing? Wow. Wow. I'm getting there. All right, how do we like skip over to forty, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys old. Right. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I just made I just made my first movie, so I wanna like hold on to it. So I don't I don't want to get close to forty yet. Mm-mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, 40 is going to be awesome. But, yeah. you know, let me hold on to these years a little bit, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what uh, Brooks said, the movie is basically like a guy who starts out in Hollywood and it just kind of it doesn't really work out. And it's similar to what people who 
uh, are just starting out and just like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what they go through. Um, so basically that's the basis of the character that I play in the movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of fed up. The whole story is not necessarily about my character. It is an ensemble about eight main characters, including Brooke Lewis. Um, and my character is that one who's kind of just like given up, doesn't know what else to do is going to move back home to Philly wow. and his group of friends kind of band together and throw this half new year party every year and this is like his last hurrah of them trying to save him from leaving kind of thing okay wow. um but yeah we we liked we wanted to deal we wanted to make a party movie first of all because we love these confused and can't hardly wait and all that kind of stuff yeah um but we also wanted to tell a story about a bunch of like people that band together and and when you move to la you're you're kind of alone you know your family's not there my character is lucky because he has a sister but his friends basically become his family. So the tagline of the movie is friends of the family. You get to choose. Cool. So I like that. Nice. And do you guys, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Do you feel like you based it on like any real experiences? As a writer, um, it's kind of like you have to write what you know. So there's a lot of me in there. There's also a lot of my co-writer Georgia in there as well. Um, but as far as like when, when we started casting and we started making the movie, it also became a lot of, of experience that our director, Tom Arash, who's amazing. Um, our co-producer, Zach Block, who's amazing as well. Everybody's great. I could go on and sing everybody's praises forever, but um, it all became kind of like personal stuff. Like we would give notes about things that maybe had happened to us and then people were able to play it a little bit differently or, or whatnot. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a, a personal story. There's a, but there's a little subplot that has to do with mental health. It gets a little heavy um, and kind of just like when you've had enough, or you, you, you've had enough of, of being yourself and you kind of just have like a, like a breakdown. Yeah. Uh, we deal with that a little bit, but it's done very respectfully. So it's not, um, and it's not the whole story. So, Cool. Yeah, that's but it's cool. Cool. it. Sounds it's also like super awesome. Yeah. It does. It sounds yeah, like really personable, cool. like a great a great movie. And it's been a while since I've I seen will... a good movie like that. That's like in like that that theme, like the party kind of thing. And yeah, yeah it just sounds really cool. Yeah, it's um, it's it. I don't even know how to say. It. It's almost like if you ever saw an '80s movie where you're like rooting for the underdog consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what we wanted to do too. It's cool. a little bit like, like Pretty in Pink or like Sixteen Candles. It's got some wacky characters. <laughs> is there Everybody's a mon- doing wacky shit. Is there a montage? Is there a montage. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there may be a montage or two. I don't want to give it all away. But, <laughs> <laughs> you guys might be pleasantly surprised. Ah, I hope so. There is, there is, uh, there is a little interesting thing that happens with an inflatable snowman. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> hopefully the carrot with montages so. So, <laughs> so, I, I actually oh. have one more question for him before we go Rob um, Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, so b- being like a big fan of like Days and Confused and like I said I've never seen that movie but I'm curious if you guys do anything that blatantly reference that movie as like saying yeah we're a fan of that movie no um I always get really nervous because you can get sued if you do it too much oh um, <sighs> You have to be really careful. I had had a like a Jaws T-shirt on in one part, and then they were like, "Uh, you have to turn your shirt inside out because you don't own the label." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, wow, right. Jesus Christ. Um, I had I really wanted this. We had a um, being a South Philly kid. I love 
um, like Frank Sinatra. We had a Frank Sinatra poster on in like my character's room and had to take it down. Wow. So, oh yes. Yeah. I was just thinking like when some said that, like just one scene that stood out to me, I don't know why. It's when the black dude in Days and Confused, I think he was sitting in a chair drinking and he tried to get up and he was so drunk that he couldn't. And so he falls down. He sat, <laughs> yeah. he fell back down in the seat. I was thinking like, that would be a great, that would be a great montage. I, I should. Oh. You know what? I'm going to call reshoots right now. I'm going to put you guys in as credited writers on oh. it. And then, yeah. Thank you, dude. Because, like, I've actually done that. The first time I smoked a cigarette, that yeah. happened to me. That happened to me, man. <laughs> it's so cool. So cool. So I like, remember, like, being so drunk that I needed to smoke a cigarette just so I could, like, stand in one place and, like, <laughs> hover. <laughs> you know? Like, I was like, fuck, if I don't concentrate on something, I'm going to pass out right now. And I just need to, like... <laughs> so it'd be like ice cold outside my fingertips would be falling off smoking at Newport with my sleeve rolled up so that my mom wouldn't know <laughs> That's awesome. oh man I used to smoke out of my window in high school and my dad caught oh, me because the butts went into the um, the gutter <laughs> I was like, what? why are all these cigarette butts in the gutter I just I don't know dad I don't smoke <laughs> it was the idiot things we did in our youth I, I don't know how I'm not I wasn't in jail or dead by the I, like I know, I know. I used to piss out my window too, and it was the front window of the house. I, 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 oh my god! The street right oh, there. Oh. Also, once I got so drunk, I had to throw up. I just pulled up the couch cushion in my room, and I threw up in the couch under the couch cushion. And like a week later, my mom like went in to bring laundry, and she's like, "Why does your room smell so bad?" And I'm like, "I got food food poisoning," and I. Can we get can we can we carry the couch out, Mom? Can we get rid of this thing? It's it's been here for a week. <laughs> that is amazing. You Did know, she get rid of the couch? You, if you yes. think if you think about what you puke when you're drunk, it's like you kind of did get food poisoning. You know, you weren't yeah. lying. Yeah, it was a lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. Oh, man. <laughs> oh chicken nuggets. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggets can be your best friend and your worst enemy bro <laughs> chicken nuggets at 2am is always a good idea it chicken is. nuggets at 4am is the worst idea <laughs> Drew what advice would you give to somebody just starting out in acting um uh, definitely respect all of the uh, acting coaching that is out there and get out and take a couple classes just for okay. fun um, there's a lot of cool stuff that I've learned in acting classes. There's a lot of shitty stuff that I've learned in acting classes, but, um, you got to find your own way to, to be an actor. Um, so take the, the best advice you can from all different places. Um, what else? Get involved in improv. I think that's the most important thing for any actor learning like improv comedy and how it works and like listening to other people. That's the best thing that any actor could learn. Yeah. And then you will, uh, you'll definitely surprise yourself. What's the best advice for that? Like, I remember I took a couple improv classes and I just remember the yes end. Yes end. Yeah, the process. yes ends. Yeah. How to not say no. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is um, that I still mean, like one of the it, major it, things or? <clears throat> I just think that it's, I think that uh, what makes you a better actor is not acting, but reacting to what someone else is saying. Wow. Um, so how are you going to respond to how someone delivers a line to you makes you, you know, much better. So in improv, you're learning to actually listen to the other person and then react to it. And you have to come up with something on the spot, but 
you know, your brain's going to start getting used to that. And then it's going to help you, you know, learn to listen to other actors when you're doing scenes. Cool. Cool. Nice. If that makes sense, I could just be talking out of my ass right now. I don't know. <laughs> it makes all this seltzer water and no vodka. It doesn't know. only make sense; it makes dollars. Bro. Yeah, that makes dollars. Bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if, I, if anyone has an improv class they want me to promote, can you like text that to me right now so I can get an endorsement check? Slimsimprov. Okay. org. Yeah, slimsimprov. org. Perfect. Yeah. Slash backyard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Got it. Okay. He also does boxing lessons. There, oh yeah, Slim also does boxing <laughs> lessons. <laughs> you know that might be beneficial to a lot of actors. My, I, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty like I, I can give you guys uh, like a sneak peek. So in my improv class, like the one advice that I tell everybody is be true to yourself. Oh, and then in my my boxing class the one advice that i tell everybody is be true to yourself so, <laughs> wow yeah just, just that's, that's some you, profound you shit right there a little bit of money for that but and the best was the dirty look he gave us before he said that he gave us the dirtiest oh, yeah. look i wish i was watching you guys right now but i x'd out of it <laughs> definitely definitely x out of it true. definitely <laughs> <laughs> you did the right thing. I think I was just insecure after I would say to you guys look at each other like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> may or may not have happened to me before. I can't confirm. More <laughs> Drew, I saw um, when I was prepping for you, I saw 20 questions with Drew. I really like that. Oh my that. God. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. That's a blast from the past. You you interviewed um, uh, an actress from The Human Centipede and I Spit in Your mm -hmm. Grave. That was really cool. Yeah, so um, Ashlyn Yeni from The Human Centipede is one of my really good friends now because of that. Um, she's awesome. Sarah Butler from I Spit in Your Grave is also awesome. I haven't seen her in a long time though. But um, yeah, I used to do... <clears throat> I used to host red carpets when I first moved out to LA. That was like my thing. The guy who created E um, hired me to host red carpets and I did. And wow. then I was like, I could do this on my own and tried to start out this uh, web network thing. You know, it went really far. If you can tell all those, all that, that <laughs> one entire episode. That we shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I only watched one. I, I yeah. was figuring there was more. A cigar in there was more. Um, no, there was another one. Another one with just Brooke, I think. Yeah. Um, this is a long time ago. Oh, six, okay. seven years. I mean, I've known I've known Brooke Lewis like it's got to be eight years. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. You guys seem like brother and sister almost. We are. Wait, I I can't even talk. I've been watching footage from the movie. I've been getting stuff back. We're going through it, and we just fight a lot in the movie. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like she just screams at me all the time and then I just like come right back at her and poke her and drive her nuts it's just such a brother and sister relationship but it's cool. like that in real life too she's yeah. been my like my big LA homegirl nice nice did, did you know her before you went there no I met her I was interviewing um, at the Saturn Awards in Hollywood which is like a a movie award uh but they have like genre specific awards and she was there and i interviewed her on the red carpet i think 
we were talking maybe two minutes and I stopped her. I was like, yo, hold up. Um, are you from Philly? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I can hear your voice. Like, holy shit. <laughs> she was, like, <laughs> she was wow. like, wait, how can you hear it? I don't have an accent. I was like, right, you don't have an accent, but I can I can still hear it. You like, can pick that I, up. I know how to pick it up. Yeah, man. See, it I was, thought you guys knew each other yeah. from like, maybe like high school or something. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's just, she's my big sister. We went, oh. and it's, if you ever meet people in hollywood that are from like your same neighborhood it's like your your best friends wow yeah yeah that's cool that's awesome you gotta philly kids gotta stick together you know yeah. i'm sure it's the same it's the same with jersey kids too yeah any kids just stick together kids okay yeah stick together cool. <laughs> don't try to be an actor i'm just kidding <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want what would you be doing drew if you weren't acting uh Honestly, this is going to sound really weird. I think I would be like a kindergarten teacher. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> pretty cool. That's... I just, I love kids. And I think that, you know, running around and just having to like draw all day. Like, yeah. Tell them that they're cool. My sister like, teaches. And uh, have off in the summers. That sounds pretty awesome. What were you saying, Slambo? Oh, my sister does preschool. She's, uh, she's was, the assistant teacher. She's getting her degree. Pretty I cool. was thinking like the early years would be the most fun. Yeah. The most fun. Yeah. Early childhood development because I went to um, uh, Cabrini College in Philly and it was like it's a big educational like everybody there was for early childhood development. And I was like, fuck, I could do this. I can teach little kids and be a weirdo, yeah. make puppets <laughs> and shit. Like that'd be fun, right? That would be, be a lot of fun. And slip in a curse word every now and then. <laughs> I would I would be the worst like mouth wise with kids though because all my friends are starting to have yeah. kids now and every time I Dude. see them I'm like, oh what the fuck are you doing with your hands I'm like oh, <laughs> God, 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 God. my son asked me last summer Drew why the moon was in a different location from the night before and I said the moon is a tricky bitch and that was my that was my like that was my dumbing it down for a child like, right. the moon's a real tricky bitch that's amazing <laughs> that's, that's, that's tricky some serious bitch. shit right there right like that's good like. and he proceeded to go inside the house and scream at everybody daddy just told me the moon is a tricky bitch <laughs> that's like deep too you're like, like father of the year word <laughs> <laughs> it does what it wants, really. It's a yeah, it's a fickle, fickle bitch. He's gonna be like, I feel like if I was gonna say Rob, Rob's I, son is gonna be thirty one day, and it's gonna <laughs> dawn on him. It's like that's what Daddy meant by the moon is a tricky bitch. Like it just comes up completely Daddy unrelated. Daddy knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So it's not like it's first divorce. He's like that's what he meant by the moon is a tricky bitch. <laughs> the moon was mommy. The moon was mommy. <laughs> well, we just got real serious. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Oh, Drew, it's been great talking to you, brother. Thank you so much. Dude, thank you guys so much for having us on. Um, we'll have to come on again when it when it comes out because it'll Absolutely. probably be out within the next year for sure. Cool, dude. Yeah, definitely. Excited. Definitely hit me up. And uh, where can everybody find you? Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Drew Mac. Awesome. M-A-C-K. Right? Yeah, dude. Yes. Yes. All right, hey guys. brother. Well, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Take care, Drew. Take care, everybody. Later, bro. We'll be back with Lucas. Corrada. All right. Awesome. Not sleepy. 
<laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Rob Simpson. Lucas! How's it going? What's going Great. on, Lucas? How are you, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Amazing. Still going, bro. Yeah. Still rocking. Yeah, I can see that. You guys look good. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. How does like like hot good? Like how does Peter look? Like yeah, who's the hottest? Uh, who's the hottest? Now you guys, now you, now you guys are fucking pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm sexy, Lucas. <laughs> oh, slim will push back, Lucas. <laughs> well, I, I I gotta say that all the facial hair, amazing. Just love it. Oh my god, I just want to run my hands through it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know I. I, I've got a few plans for your facial hair, buddies. Oh, oh yeah. All right, yeah. Oh, no. Braids? 
Or beads. Uh, or both. What? Or are you just going to run your dick through them? <laughs> can, we have, can I have both, please? <laughs> okay, so, uh, Rob, what's going on with your shirt? I see you zipped your shirt. Oh. Come on, why did you zip your shirt? I, I was just outside. Guys, like your little friend. What? I was outside smoking, so I was called, that's Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he looks familiar. <laughs> he's, he's he's the inside of all of us. Yes, he he's Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> There's a special place. If anyone to. knows, hello, folks. <laughs> Lucas, before I forget, I haven't gotten to it the last two interviews. Um, what are uh, Wigats? Wiggett. So, yes, um, I really wasn't ready to unveil what it is until now, and I'm still working on it. But um, cool. I have a patent pending on a product that I invented called Wiggett. And right. um, I invented it because, you know, I performed stand-up comedy, and, and I did a show. And right before getting on stage, and this was being recorded, um, it was a regional show, uh, the hairdresser said, ooh, you've got thin hair. And I was like, oh, shit, thanks for making me feel insecure yeah. 30 minutes before I go on stage. <laughs> yes, that's and, not, an, that's not a, you know, a compliment. <laughs> no, it's not a compliment. And I was like, you know, you, now, now I have to get on stage. And it was just, anyway, she fixed the problem with some little hair solution, uh, some powder that she put in my hair made my hair look poor. Wow. And that's all great, you know. But um, in, the mean, in the meantime... Uh, I went out and bought caps and, and hundreds of hats. Like, if you know me, I have jackets. I have clothes. If I need any type of clothing or fashion accessory, I'm not going to own one. I'm going to own like 40 dozen. Yeah, so, you have some great course, stuff. You have some great you know, stuff. Out, yeah, great fashion. So I went out, bought caps, and found out that um, your hair, your hair it gets clogged with sweat follicles. So I in I went out. I, I spent it's. I've been working on this for a while, for many years, on developing this, and now I had an investor, my friend, saw me, and she said, you know, she saw that I was working on this project, and she said, you really need to get it out there, and um, and she totally uh, loved the product. Her, her sister, um, she passed away this year, actually, and she was losing her hair. And I was going to ask, so I'm, being able to I'm losing that, mine. I'm definitely losing mine. That's why yeah, I rocked that. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we all are. Once you get to a certain age, it seems like, but uh, especially for individuals with medical use, I'm, I'm very passionate about that. It's a very fun fun item for sports and for being out in winter sports. I love winter sports. It's great for skiing, all of that. But also what it does for an individual when they are losing their hair at a time that uh, that may be one of the most difficult in their life. Yeah, and um, and I didn't I didn't know that until I saw that in her. I, I knew what I was dealing with, you know, self being self conscious with my hair loss, but to actually to see somebody that uh, you know, and they lose it so inst- like almost instantly, and and it's not. This is definitely not a replacement. This is sticking yeah. in all fun colors, but yeah, um, but it's definitely something to say. Hey, you know, I'm gonna just be proud of who I am, dude. And, I remember um, uh, like so. just falling asleep in the car, like while someone was driving, and waking up and just seeing like all the hair that was on the seat. Like I was, yeah, like, yeah, I was embarrassed, on. embarrassed, bro. Like. It's it's a hard thing. Like I had my um, every time I scratch my stop my skin. Yeah, now it comes you see up. it coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had my barber say just 
just tell me one day, like, that's what happens. He's just like, just embrace it. Like, just, yeah. just be fine with it. And I finally come to terms with it. And one of my buddies at work once, uh, Matt, um, he, he said once, like, yeah, like, don't be self-conscious about it. And, and he, he told me, like, he's in his 20s and he loses um, spots just from stress. He's like, look oh, at wow. this. Look at this. I yeah. got two or three. Like, he's like, don't don't worry about that. Like, but yeah, like. I, yes. People I, lose it from stress. Uh, they uh, So many different things can factor into yeah. to hair loss. Wow. Um, it can be hereditary. Um, but I see especially for individuals, for, for women especially, because they're losing, they're used to having hair. Like, yeah, that's the worse. thing. As a man, it was like a pride thing. Like, I can't even imagine what it's like for a woman. I can't. Yes, I, it was, you know, I don't know. And, and um, but I know my issue. And because of my issue now, I have the, the patent pending and I've got a trademark that is just in, like, I have that approved from the, the federal government. So, cool. uh, you know, I, I haven't performed as much stand-up comedy as I'd want, as I want it to last, you know, this year rather. Um, yeah. You know, I put my energies toward this and I'm coming back. You know, I did Vegas also this year. So, cool. um, so that's not going away. But um, for the time being, I thought, you know, this is something that I know people need and it's a new venture of mine. And it's something that, um, that not only am I passionate about, but it's fun to know that at the end of this, at the end of the day, you're going to make some money on a product and still be able to make people laugh and have fun and feel more inspired um, and empowered with themselves. Because, that's amazing. Um, yeah. I, did not, I didn't expect it was going to be that great of an answer. That's like, I thought it was just something for fun. That's, that's even better that, that it, it has that, that it has that. Yes. You know, what? I, growing up, I, I was in my teens, and I had a friend, his name was Cameron Delaney, and he passed away from leukemia, wow. and he lost his hair, and he was the bro one of the bravest souls I've ever met in my life, and now I have the opportunity of, um, of being able to help people like him uh, that are in, that, in a situation uh, and in their life, and, and I hope that that's, um, you know... That's yeah, um, that's, that's cool. so yeah. noble, dude. That is so cool, so cool. Yeah, well, you know, I still give a blowjob, so you know, don't get all sassy on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we have Peter, but we also have another intern, and he's hiding in his room, Lucas, and his name is Lucas. Ooh, and over the summer, Slim told me about Lucas, and I was like, "Wait, is it Lucas Corvada?" And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? Because I, I told Rob, basically, I was like, Rob, I'm getting a new roommate. And yeah. I'm like, his name's Lucas. And Rob's reply was like, Lucas Corvada? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, why not? Why the fuck? And then I kind of thought, like, why not? Why aren't you my roommate? Why Lucas? didn't what you reach is? out to Lucas Corvada? This needs to be a uh, sitcom, Lucas and Slim. <laughs> Lucas and Lucas and Slim. Lucas and Lucas and Slim. That's Two Lucases and a Slim. <laughs> Two Lucas and a Slim. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I'll let you work on the pitch. I'll let you work on the pitch. Um, I'll secure the producers. Although, damn it, Weinstein's no longer head of the corporation. Who am I going to pitch to? His brother. His brother does. Yeah, his, his brother. Have you seen? Have you seen the poor staff? No one wants to pitch to him. <laughs> Would you pitch to him, Slavo? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Come on, you'd pitch him. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, shit. You guys are great. <laughs> you are. You're great, Lucas. You've well, always, you've yeah, always killed on our show. Yeah, shut up. I'm not on my knees. Shut up. <laughs> well, why Man, not? You, you're one of them that has been from the beginning, Dude, right? Like from that crappy site, Lucas, that site we originally found you on, like, it, you are the, it's the one. You and one other guy. Yeah. That's it. There's Dude. two of you. You guys, are, I'm congratulations. I love the commercials. You guys are flipping amazing. And yes, I remember uh, being, you know, and, but I knew you guys had something. You guys are cool. fun to talk to. You guys have a, a great chemistry, um, you know, and you guys just give bullshit and you take it. it it's the best <laughs> thing ever. So congratulations. Yeah. By the way, sponsor Adam and Eve. So is that Rob? So if I get. I get a discount with Rob, right? Yes, yeah, with Rob. Yeah. You get you get whatever butt plug you want with the with discount Rob. code Rob. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bluetooth, Bluetooth. <laughs> it's got to be Bluetooth. <laughs> is that a good one? <laughs> what is Bluetooth? <laughs> well, I know where you can put it. That's for sure. <laughs> I know where you can put it. Yeah, discount code Rob. This guy goes up. <laughs> Lucas, what advice would you give yes, to somebody just starting out in comedy? Ah, uh, just starting out in comedy. Um, you got to go for it. Just because you fail, you know, you have those moments where you're like, shit, that was the worst show I've ever done in my life. No, trust me, there will be another one that is even worse. <laughs> but there will be shows that are just amazing. And you walk off the stage and you just say, you know, that was an amazing show. And you'll love it. And yeah. I, I didn't get to do last year or this year, rather, I didn't do very many shows. But yeah. the shows I did... I felt really comfortable with That's and great. they may not have been the best shows, but they were now seven years in seven years into doing stand up comedy. So it is better. Okay. It's just, it just gets better. Cool. The more you do it, the more confidence you have on stage. Um, but that only comes with being able to, with experience that only comes with experience. That's the only way you're going to do it. And yeah. a lot of people think, think it's easy but it is one of the hardest things ever yeah you know and and um, start out with improv i think starting out i know i didn't start out with improv but um okay. drew before me was talking about that i think that's a great way to start i did not and yeah. so i'm kind of a of a thing of yeah I, you know uh I can say yes and, or I can just say fuck you if you don't like the joke I did. I like that. When you're on stage and you're just like, well, you know what? You guys aren't gay, so you don't get the joke. You know? So, um, yeah. And then you, you just move on and say, it doesn't matter. But um, there will be amazing shows and there will be bad shows. I was just reading a. Uh, uh, the thing on, on Facebook um, with the gentleman that I performed with in Vegas and uh, and he was saying what a horrible show it was not because of him 
it was the drunk audience and it was a corporate mm. gig and, and somebody actually, one of the drunk employees got up on stage, took the mic away. They had to, you know, contain him. The wow. awful experiences that have actually happened, the bar fight. Um, yeah. You know, plus, really, when you're working on, when you're a comic, you are following your passion. And so the money you make uh, doing other things you know, whether you're a waiter or you're an IT or whatever you might be doing, engineer, you know, I've got friends from all spectrums. Um, that money that you're, that you're, that's like going to feed your passion. Yeah. And so most people, you know, I think they lose you. People forget that this is a dream. You're not a comedian because you're in it necessarily for the money. You're in it because you love being on stage and making people laugh. And, Again, I've said it before on your show. It's an emo- It's a part that you you touch a person emotionally at that level when you're making them laugh. That rarely gets touched. Rarely do they get to to have sit back and just laugh. Yeah. Uh, for a duration of time, and so they think it's just it's easy to get up there and do that. Um, and you don't get paid. You know what you should be getting paid when you're a start when you're a. Uh, a beginner stand-up comedian. I remember getting paid in beer and being like, "Woohoo! I get paid in beer, folks!" You know. Yeah. Um, and then there's some gigs where you're like, "You know what? That extra twenty bucks. I actually needed that. You know, I'm not there now, thank God. But you know, I had, I was there. I know what that's like to need that extra twenty dollars to <clears throat> put in gas. Yeah. You yes. know, and just to get there. Um, yeah, just to make it to the show, and yeah. those are the sacrifices you make. Cool. And granted, I have been self-employed ten years, you know, and working in film and and um, in comedy for for the past ten years. I love um, that. But you have your ups and your downs, and you will learn that when you're making money, um, you save it, you store it. You know, you kind of uh, <laughs> you learn to be on a budget because you don't know when your next when you're getting your next gig. Yeah, that's got to be you know, scary. Like, I, even though I work a regular shitty nine to five, I at least know when something's coming in. Like, it's got to be tough not knowing. Well, it's not a shitty nine to five. You know, it it it, it, it supports your dream. It's supporting mm. you to be here yeah. tonight on a Wednesday to be able to do what you do. Yes. Right. So that's the way I look at because I've had you know I've taken jobs awkward jobs I worked at a gallery for um for two weeks and that did not work out when you tell me that i have to be there at eight in the morning i just did a gig and went to bed at four or five right. like yes. don't expect me to show up at eight yeah. and i was dating the owner of the gallery so like fuck you you know i'm sorry i'm late you know i'm a stand up comic and that comes first in my life yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and i gave you a blow you job know, last I, night you're at least happy blowing. about that yeah. like yeah. come on That's not enough exactly <laughs> you were with me at the show don't expect me to still be up no, <laughs> anyway. no. <laughs> so I lose boyfriends like you know I, I don't know like Tim Kardashian loses boyfriends I guess that's amazing I lose boyfriends like Trump loses uh, people in his white house you know um, I don't know we'll make up some things but no, uh, seriously so a boyfriend dumped me in in May and I got asked uh, 
I was proposed to in November. And wow. in between that, I dated like six other guys to <laughs> figure that one out. But they're like, I need to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I need some space. Right. <laughs> yeah, I need to think about this. That's why I'm back in New Mexico and not in Palm Springs. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Anyway, I was going off on a tangent. Fact is, you know, comedians work just like the actors you had on earlier. Um, yeah. Even the porn actresses, you know, that you've had on. Um, it's their craft, and it really, yes. you know, it's nice to be respected for mm -hmm. what you do. You're just and an actor. know that you give pleasure. Yes, yes, you're an actor, and you've given pleasure on all different levels. All different levels. On many levels. Yes. Like many levels. Like, don't think that uh, Marvel actors are any different than than porn actors. Exactly. Right. But it, it, exactly. it's still the stimulation of the mind. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. out there looking at the actors doing the work. You've um, masturbated my you know, soul. Like, yeah. You, you've <laughs> masturbated my soul. Yeah. Like, yes. That's, that's all it comes so, down to. A friend of mine, Lisa Loring, she is, she played Wednesday, like the original Wednesday back in, in the day, but um, wow, she told wow. me that she, because it comes Adam's down to family right, Wednesday. and she said, uh, she said, uh, she said, oh, you, oh, unions were made so that way uh, actors could, could get paid. When you go see a film, you go to see the actor. You know, you don't go to see MGM. You don't go to see Fox uh you know, or Paramount, you go to see the actors doing their craft, you fall in love with the actors. Yeah. And it's the same thing with porn actors as well. You know, they're, they're doing their thing. She disconnects. She talked about that. She disconnects. Um, and she doesn't fall in love because she's working, you know, and right. I have friends that are, that are porn actors and they have, um, they have partners, you know, and they go home to their partners and they know exactly what they do. Yeah. So, um, it's the same thing with comedians, you know, we get paid, so, yeah, I think it's it's just taking somebody's craft and saying, you know, we acknowledge what it is and we enjoy uh, the value you bring to our life and uh, we should get paid for it. So, yeah. Someone asked, Lucas, is that Adam's Family Wednesday? Um, yes, Adam's Family Wednesday. Wow, wow. that's like really the cool. Old school, the old school, right? What? Yeah, yeah, old school. Her name wow. is Lisa Loring. Wonderful lady. In fact, while I'm talking about that, since, uh, since we're on that subject, um, I will be at Comic-Con in Albuquerque, and the cool. dates on that are, uh, let me get those dates for you, because it's amazing. It's yes. January 12th to 14th. I'll be uh, performing stand-up comedy, opening the, um, opening the event for a comedy show and hosting a lunch party that evening. But we've got a stellar... Um, yeah, lineup of of celebrities. We've got Danny Trejo from um, Machete and Till Dawn. Danny Trejo, like yeah, I can't wait. What was he uh, in Rick and Morty? Yeah, he was. You saw of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, oh, he's amazing. Yeah. He was uh, Jaguar. 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 Jaguar uh, Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was Trejo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's yeah. amazing. Oh, he's the best. I love. So he'll be there. Wow. Uh, go ahead, tell me what. What? Oh, I was just gonna say because you brought up Danny Trejo, and I, I had heard an interview 
uh, from him once where he was talking about how he'll be flipping through like channels and he'd see himself and he'd be like, what movie is this? I don't remember being in this. Because <laughs> he's just done so much he's stuff. He's done so yeah. much. He's done so much. He's amazing. He's amazing. He is, he is the oddest thing right now. And um, uh, I think he has some connection to New Mexico. I'm not too sure. But Scott Wilson will be there from The Walking Dead. Cool. Of course, my buddy, I love... Um, I love Nico Hughes from Pet Cemetery and from Kindergarten Cop. Um, I think he was like in Spawn. He'll be there, and he was in Spawn. And uh, Spawn. great guy. In fact, with him, I have a story. He um, along with so Nico Hughes, uh, Sierra Hanna. She's the Yellow Power Ranger, yeah. and I went up in a hot air balloon two years ago and did a hot air balloon ride. It was amazing. And to be able to do it with with them as friends was even better. So we knew that if we were dying, we were all going down together. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary. We had a smooth landing in Sun Pastor and uh, himself in southern New Mexico. Oh, the horses were worried. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Lucas. We have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you. It went by so quick. Dude, it always does. It always does. You're such a great guest. You're always, always the best. Where can everybody find you? Well, you can find me on lucascorvada.com. I will also be at Albuquerque Comic Con, and uh, that'll be, like I said, January 12th through 14th. And my product is Wigget. It's not... uh, We haven't... I haven't rolled out with it yet, uh, publicly, um, I'm taking uh, retail orders and and doing some other organization, some work with some organizations with the Wiggets right now, cool. and um, so I'm working on that. But uh, you can find the product on Wiggets.com. That's W W. Well, of course, three W's. W I G G A T S dot com. So it's W I G G A T S dot com, and of course, my website <clears throat> LucasCorvada dot com. And uh, Albuquerque Comic Con is just that AlbuquerqueComicCon.com, and and so all of your all the listeners out there, and I hope someday that you uh, you guys get to come out here and and see how much fun it is and enjoy the festivity. But uh, I love it. Yeah, and hopefully I'll be your way sometime soon. So. Absolutely, awesome. brother, dude. It's it's always always great talking to you. Love you guys. Love you, love you too, Lucas. Happy holidays, brother. Yes, Merry Christmas. Yeah, can't wait to talk to you in the new year. Yes, yes, we will talk to you in 2018. 18, bro. Exactly. (laughs) Have a good one. Later. Yeah, you know what? This year's easy because all you have to think back is 18 years, 2000. Okay, I can sleep with you. <laughs> Everything's legal in 2018. Everything's legal. <laughs> you guys have a safe holiday. You too, you Lucas. Too, Lucas. <laughs> love you, bro. Bye. Bye. We'll be back with, Lucas. with Frankie Driz. Cool, I got to talk to Slambo about some things. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do it on the air. No, 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 no. I'll do it all there. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. 
Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Right. We are getting ready. For yeah, yeah, yeah. The Frankie, the Drew yeah. yeah. Chase, who are all these oh, hooligans in my studio? Oh, my butt. Oh, I, that's Frankie. That's Frankie. I know. I was going to ask, can you differentiate <laughs> no, the two no. characters? That's because you let Frankie put those toy cars up your bunghole. <laughs> I told you not to listen to Ham. Get it on, uh, Cheese. I love Ron. <laughs> I love Cheese. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I had to separate those two. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese and Frankie. See, Frankie used to be one of my former students. (laughs) Frankie and the Oh, we got one more minute. Is he going to be like on the dock? Let me make sure I have the right intro ready. Oops, a bow. Oh, come here, kitty.
Hey, yeah, baby. Hey, yeah, Lucas. Da, 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 da. It's great. Yeah, that's it. Where's Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> that is amazing. Teaser, teaser. Oh, my God. Wow, I can't oh wait. Oh, my God. It's so good. God damn. God damn. God damn. Uh, uh, hello? Hi. Hey, this is pa- Pastor Bill. Yeah, hold on a sec. Pastor Bill, I'm just going to play our intro and... We'll start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is dope. You're listening to the Frankie and the Dre Show. Put an extra $10 in the collection plate and fill your young ears with religion. On this episode, they welcome very special guest, Pastor Bill. Uh, Hi, Pastor Bill. Yes. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Hey, what is going on, Pastor That's Bill? That's the Drizz. Yeah, 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 I'm the Drizz, man. I'm a rapper. He's a, um, uh, yo, yo, yo. internet rapper. Yeah, Pastor yeah, Bill. yeah. I'm one of them internet Christian rappers. Yo, who's that? Yo. And we also have our other friend, Ron Burgundy, in the studio. That's Burlington, buddy. Burlington, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm Frankie. And, and you are an author? Sir, I'm an author and a pastor. That's and uh, <laughs> write books. Why do you write books? Yeah, you write like the Bible. Like, do you? No, don't write the Bible. But I write books about the Bible and different principles that people can use and apply to their life to become successful. Yeah, we learned a lot about. Yo, I know all about success, man. Yeah, you know that King David was really successful. Yo, I fucking love King David. No, don't curse. He's a. Uh, yo, I'm. Yeah, sorry. you shouldn't be cursing. Why, Pastor Bill, what is your book called? Well, the new book that I released is called It's All About the Reset, which is helping people to sort of reboot, reinvent, and restore their life. Yeah. yeah. So, it, whenever you reset something, you take it back to its original factory settings mm. because there may be some things that need to be tweaked or like changed in, in your iPhone. life in order for it to be better. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I reset like, all the time. Uh, iPhone. Ron, I've always, I've always just thought that God and Jesus is just the best method of reset in your life when things go awry. It's good for Christmas. Yo, is, is 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 Christmas good selling of books for a passer? I mean, uh, we sell books on the internet. We got them on eBay. We have them on Amazon, ebook, Kindle. You can download it. You can go to our websites, churchofacts.org. SLNCC.org. I have several books. As a matter of fact, I just released see, three books see. in the past two months. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's hot. What is your best book? Well, I think because this is my newest book, I'm going to say that this book, It's All About the Reset, is my best book. <laughs> I say the same. What? Is Christmas good for Satan? Like, does Satan get a break on Christmas as a pastor? 
No, he doesn't take a break. He's after yeah. us every single day. The Bible said he's out there seeking to destroy us all on a daily basis. But so y'all, I am always for vacation. Yeah, I'm always in like epic rap battles with Satan all the time. But wait, he didn't make a book. God made the book, and 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 I just yeah, think yeah, Satan rats. is is the better, bigger man, better he rapper. Did, he didn't make a book about God. Oh yes, Satan did wrote a book. It's called, no, the, it's called the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Why do you, and you know? should stay away from it. Ronald. I've read about it. What have you heard about it on Art Bell's Coast to Coast AM? Who's what? I educate myself on the dark forces that are out there to uh, try to uh, consume ourselves. Uh, is Satan preying on us at? Christmas? Absolutely, but it's every single day. It's not just Christmas time because the first six letters of Christmas tell us that Christ is the reason for the season. So uh, there is yeah. a greater attack, but, you know, Amen. the bottom line is he's out yeah. to get us every day. Yeah, yeah, and what you gotta do is you gotta let Jesus into your heart. And I actually have recently found Jesus, and I'm writing a whole album dedicated to it. It's called uh, the Bible Belt, and uh, one of the my main songs on the Bible Belt it's it's called I Found Jesus. I'm gonna rap it to you right now because it's really about like I want people to understand like what happens and what like changes in your life when you find Jesus and you let him into your heart. So let me get a dope, dope. Somebody drop a dope. Yeah, somebody. Yo, yo, yo. Can somebody make a beat? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, kids. My name is The Drez. And recently, I found Jesus. I opened up my heart wings and let him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I opened up those heart wings and let him in. I'm going to tell you a story about how my life has changed since I found Jesus. Just today, I was eating a McDonald's double cheeseburger, and I didn't get fat. I didn't get fat because I found Jesus. Because I found Jesus. Let me tell you another story. Story. The other day, I robbed a bank. I didn't get arrested because I found Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I found Jesus. I found Jesus. Yeah, let me tell you another story. I got a blowjob right last night. The reason I got that blowjob was because I found Jesus. I found Jesus. I found Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all I got now, but I'm going to add more to it, but like, it changed my life. Did you record that? Bro. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. It's on my new album, The Bible Belt. You oh, have my little kitten. Wait. What? Did I feed you today? What? What? Yeah, so what what do, what do you write about, Pastor Bill? Uh, uh. Well, like I mentioned, I write about the Bible principles that people can use uh, to help yeah. them in their life. So, if people yeah, what's your favorite Bible principle? Than, what's your favorite you know, Bible principle? Will help them to achieve. What's that. your favorite Bible principle? Just let the man speak. Now. What's your favorite hey! Bible principle? Let him talk. I guess my favorite Bible principle would be whatever you feed will grow, whatever you starve will Have die. Have you ever done? 
Ignorance, you're going to be ignorant. Yeah. If you feed yourself on wisdom, you're going to be wise. Yeah. What's the whatever wisest it is, if you feed yourself on you good ever things, whistled. then you know, it's going to help you to be a better person. If it's you feed yourself on bad things, gonna be the then best. you're just going to become a worse person. Yeah. What is? Have you ever done an exorcism? Well, we don't really call them an exorcism. Yeah. We would call them a deliverance. Demon slaying. Uh, believe that people can be bound by certain evil spirits. Yo, my cousin's and, a demon uh, hunter. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I wouldn't say we're demon hunters. We don't chase after demons, but if they show Yo, well, up, I know you don't, but my cousin does. <laughs> what is your cousin doing right now? He's hunting demons, man. Like uh, werewolves and like vampires. And yeah. he uses like silver bullets my and stuff. Favorite. It's pretty cool, man. He broke it down for me one uh, day. I was like blown away. My, like, uh, he my, put, my, my, my favorite deliverance story. He put this book on the table, man. And it had all these pentagrams and shit. And he put like a bullet through it and it disappeared. It was like crazy because I think that book was actually like a demon. Uh, Were you done reading that Necronomicon now? Right, you got the Necronomicon. The power of Christ compels you. The Cocaine is the gateway to the devil. I stay away from that stuff myself. What do you know about that? Oh, I know everything. Well, hey, guys, thanks a lot for having me, man. Thank if you guys you. want to get that book, go to Christmas.org or DeathlandCC.org. Go to eBay, download it I'm on Amazon. Go oh, I, will be, uh, I will be. I will be reading that Bob man's book. He just sounds like just one <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. wise he, old man. He was like a good guy, but he, he tried to tell me he was a demon hunter. He knew a and, like, lot. He didn't know, he didn't know uh, anything uh, about demon I hunting. I think he like, was trying to tell y'all him I'll tell you my cousin, you was a demon my, hunter. Yo, no, no, no. He wasn't insulting the Drizzt. No. Nobody insults the Drizz, but like, guys, like, I don't know if I got to. Whoa, the Drizz yo, what's a rapping? You want the fuck? Get the fuck out of here, man. Yo, yo. this is my new friend Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Satan were catching some crazy tubes, dude. He sat through that intro. <laughs> I can't believe. Dude, I can't was believe like, he was oh still my, on God. after my rap. Like, <laughs> said that. Why is he still on? <laughs> oh, wait, what? Ryan texted me. Why is he still on? <laughs> I don't know. And <laughs> I can't think of like how much longer are we gonna go with this. I would have went as oh, long as Oh my God! As long as, as, as he stayed. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Who's gonna wrap us out of here? Who's gonna? Oh wrap my us god! Out? She said that was great. <laughs> it's still early with twenty minutes. I Should know. we we call Ryan back if your cousin's still up? We can give him like fifteen yeah, we minutes. Can try we can him give him a, a fifteen handy. We can give him a fifteen handy. Don't install you. He didn't install now. No, I didn't. I hit yeah. not now. <laughs> No, I'm good. I hit not now. Um, that's the pasture. Let's go rap to, to Ryan. What's Which one's Ryan? Do you know? <laughs> I think it's this one. I think it's all of them. <laughs> you think it's all of them? Yeah. No, it's the one that called twice. <laughs> yeah, I called. 22, yeah. I don't know if my nose is running or if beer went up it. 
I can't tell. It's a Christmas miracle. It's Pastor Bill fucking with me, bro. This is Pastor. So I'm gonna dial this number randomly. You're gonna butt dial. Uh, missed call from. Call ended. Call from. Yeah, that's beer up my nose. Cause I'm gonna buy. Do you know? Do you know Ryan's booze. number? Um, I have it on my. Phone. How about Bueno Ano? Yes. <laughs> or if he's Always. listening, just calls Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Always bueno anal. Always bueno anal. We could empty the. Don't say years. it like out loud. Just like maybe give me the first like three numbers. Yeah, all right. Hold on. Let me. Okay. Let's <laughs> bueno. Yeah. 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 This is catchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, collaboration with Frankie here. Bueno anal. Yeah, I went to Mexico. Bueno. I wore a sombrero. I wore a sombrero. I had some. I had some Dozeskis. Drank a lot of Dozeskis. That's it. Bueno, 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 I would always I don't do that gay stuff. I would always say this every time something would go wrong at work. In the anal. It's like Featuring the Driss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is too fast for me. You gotta slow it down. Bueno, bueno. Bueno, bueno. Bueno, bueno. Bueno, bueno. There he is. Are we gonna get a sleepy Lucas bedtime story? Call, call your fucking cousin on his phone and tell him to call us. We got 15 minutes. No, we don't. Maybe we don't. No, we don't. Five minutes. Yeah, it's... Hey, cats. Yeah, it's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the gunshots. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas! Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. It's next time it will be the 18th of the... It'll be the anal of the bueno. Yeah, well, guys, the other day my cousin fought an imp. It was pretty cool. Whoa, dude. Yeah. I caught it in the bottle. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You're a liar. Oh, I saw I was there, bro. Yeah, nah, we were playing anal bueno on the stereo. Yeah, my cousin's not in the anal. Anal bueno. Stop. My girlfriend gives me anal Shut all the, the time. Does your cousin yeah, you don't have a girlfriend. Like Satan. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. My cousin is a—he's a soldier against Satan, man. Why didn't yeah. he help Satan? Satan help him? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's like the twist at the end of it all. Like, I think he might actually be working for Satan, but he's like—he's <laughs> acting like he's a demon hunter. Very. But then, like. When God like invites him into heaven, he's gonna be like, "Gotcha, God!" Like I think. Well, that's I like think you're just telling lies, I got your bro. Last guy, Satan, Gargamel. 
Yeah, Gargamel. Gargamel is the grand wizard. Gargamel is the granddaddy of guardians. Yeah, I like those gargoyles. I like gargling. Hey, yo, I gargling gargling. I gargling gargoyles is my favorite. Your pretty face is going to hell. Your pretty face is getting my dick in it. Lucas. <laughs> Alright, yo, yo, we gotta sign off. Why don't you drop me uh, another holy beat there, drop, brother? And I'll sign us off in the most drop, religious Christmassy way that I can. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm doing the beat yo, today! What, yo, no, no, you're not! Yo, what is that shit? Yo, you've been listening to the Robin Sleep Show. We made you laugh really hard. Well, they made you laugh because I don't know how much I make you laugh, but I know they made you laugh. Wavy, yeah, this guy, Wavy, this guy, Wavy, is a real dick. He's the biggest dick in the world. All he does is surf. He just surfs. What the fuck is that? Who the fuck surfs nowadays? Why isn't he snowboarding? The Driz jerks himself off at night to sleep to pictures of Vanderbeek. Whoa. Yeah, I love that, Jason. I like Vanderbeek. Yeah. But I like Vanderbeek. I don't even know the song. <laughs> you do know this song. It's long and it's strong and it'll do you wrong. I don't want to wait until our lives can For my be trapper over. keeper to be over. My trapper uh, keeper. Uh, all right, we'll see you guys in two weeks. We're all going to get late. <laughs> okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us sick ass pods That'll make you hush www.hushyourface.com This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio.